How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Timcast IRL podcast. We are in a civil war, according to some professor. That'll be fun. <laughs> but in the meantime, we're just going to hang out and talk about it. So I'm hanging out with some buddies. You know how we do. We just hang out and talk about stuff. What's up, everybody? Adam Krigler here. Hey, thanks for yep. coming up. Appreciate we also you. have the Sour Patch Lids. Lydia. There you go. Why don't you pull that sucker about a fist uh, distance away from your, your face? Yeah, there we go. Pull that sucker yeah. in there. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Joe. Couldn't hear you. Thanks, got Joe. It. Yeah. What's up, everybody? Hey. Yeah, we're just chilling. So uh, if you, uh, we got a bunch of stories. There's like an occupied, Antifa occupied zone in Seattle, which is kind of funny. Yeah. And also kind of scary in some ways. Yeah, but I don't like that. I think a lot of people might underestimate how nuts these people are. They're walking around in body armor with guns, apparently. Yeah, I don't really. What is their end game? Are they going to. Revolution. Is that just their new little city? Uh, they will take as much as they can get. I wouldn't be surprised if they start pushing the barriers. Yeah, back. but how are they going to get into the supply chain of food and regular They're stuff? LARPing. Ah, that, that yeah. makes, that makes We'll see how that plays out. Mm -hmm. So uh, we got a bunch of other stories, though. You know, crime is skyrocketing. Chicago is, man, is Chicago messed up. Yeah, Chicago's going crazy. Yeah, like, so... Uh, I wasn't really... It's not surprising, actually, but... Yeah, there's a local politician in Chicago who was, like, slamming the mayor, Lori Lightfoot, mm -hmm. and then she just cussed him out, and then mm -hmm. he cussed back, and it was just... It's chaos in that city, man. Yeah, it's crazy. He's talking about dudes walking around with AKs in the city looking to settle some scores. Like, it's the purge, dude. Yep. And that's what, that's what ended up happening. Mm -hmm. So that in, uh, they're canceling the show Cops. Democrats are freaking out trying to walk away from this defund the police thing. Like, the greatest gift to Donald Trump ever. Seriously. <laughs> like, the, the, you've, you've got people oh, calling for, for abolishing the police and defunding the police mm -hmm. while riots are, are wreaking havoc across the country. Talk about an, an, a campaign ad for, the, for Trump. Yeah, what were they thinking? It felt like the Democrats let loose a monster. They had no idea. It's like they hired the Joker. Yeah, they've done yeah, this before. That's what I tweeted. Yeah, it's like, oh, right? Is that yeah. what you did? It's yeah, exactly Trump, it. Trump squeezed them. He <laughs> hammered them and made them desperate. In their desperation, yep. they turned to a group of people they didn't quite understand. Yep. So if you are just tuning in, make sure you smash that like button. Smash that like button. Smash, smash it. it. Also, <clears throat> for those of you that smash. very much enjoy. <laughs> so I got really into that one. I see that. Wow. I'm those, not sorry. For those of you that very much enjoy the UFO, we have a new a new T-shirt called you. "Spin the UFO." Spin and if you, if you go to the description below, you can the click merch the merch click the merch link, and there it is. There is a "Spin the UFO" T-shirt. You can pick yours up. That's our our plug for the show. Also, uh, get in your super chats if you'd like because we're gonna talk about a bunch of crazy stuff. We're, I want to read this article from uh, Prospect from the founder. He's like a, a liberal progressive professor. I, I didn't realize and he, that he, and he writes about all the different factions in Civil War. So. Get your questions in. We won't be able to get to every single Super Chat, but we will read through as many as we can. And yeah, it's pro it usually first come, first serve. So the sooner you get in, the better. But we, we, we do jump ahead later on in the show. Adam is getting the UFO spinning for all of you. Yes. Well, someone, someone Super Chatted, spin the UFO. Well, there you go. Get it, man. That's what I was waiting for. Done and actually, done. I didn't realize that they can see the UFO without being the wide shot, the Super Chat shot. Oh, yeah. Can they? Yeah, look, go, to, go to Tim. Oh, hold on. Boom. A See, little bit, yeah. Tiny well, it was not spinning. spinning it was, it was, clear, not, it was yeah. clearly not spinning, okay. and that is not okay. Now it is spinning. So, And you were talking about the t-shirt. I was like, this. well, you we know. We also got this thing. You see this? Oh, yeah. This is really uh, another uh, Another Instagram ad, huh? Hmm. No, this, I got this on Amazon. <laughs> this is a periodic table with all the actual elements except for the radioactive ones. I wish ones. I could zoom oh, in. I've seen, uh, yeah. I've seen an Instagram ad Hold for on. that. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This desk is just going to be one big Instagram ad one day. I got this on Amazon, bro. <laughs> just kidding, dude. Yeah, I don't know. The collection of curios. Uh, yeah, I was looking at looking knickknacks. There we go. Knickknacks. Yes. Welcome to the Civil War, ladies and gentlemen. Or at least that's what the professor says. 
why don't we just uh, start talking about this here article? Yeah, let's talk about it. Let's check out this, this, this thing. It's, it's, you know, when I first saw this, I was curious because there have been a lot of people, for one, who have rolled their eyes, shrugged, and said, there's no civil war. Oh, my God, Tim. You're so, so dumb. Dramatic. You're so dramatic. And I'm like, bro, I didn't just one day make up that there's a civil war. I didn't sit in my room and be like, would it be cool if there's a civil war? And I started saying it. No, it was like uh, the New York Magazine wrote about it. After all of these street conflicts, they wrote about the prospect of a potential of a coming civil war. And I read this and I'm like, wow, that's crazy. People are actually saying this might happen. Then you get the article from The Atlantic on Thucydides' trap and China and all this stuff. Bill Maher comes out. Bill Maher, like last year, he was like, this kind of rhetoric is getting dangerous and it's escalating to the point where we're on the verge of a civil war or something like that. Mm -hmm. So it's like all these people are talking about it. And now we have an actual professor. What's interesting about this article is this professor is actually like anti-Trump lefty. So his perspective on it is really interesting. And what I find the most fascinating about it is clearly he views himself as the righteous, virtuous, you know, good guy. And he views every other faction as the bad guys, the deplorables, whatever. Mm -hmm. Trump is corrupt and using the political powers for personal gain and all this other nonsense. What's, what's fascinating about this mentality is, you know, we here on this show probably find ourselves more on the libertarian spectrum opposed to what these people represent. You know, I think the simple way to put it is orange man bad, but not not that bad. You know what I mean? It's like the yeah, easiest, easiest way fair. to put it. And so I, I often question myself, like, are we, you know, who, who's the right side? Who's the who's the real? Are we the baddies? Not not so much the baddies yeah. because you know people think there's good guys and bad guys there aren't yeah but it's so it's it's more like who's blind who's wrong you know who's wrong and and, and really history is written by the victors so both sides have blind people yeah yeah just, but just believing because I, they want to believe it sure sure but I think I'm right oh sure he thinks he's right I think he's wrong mm-hmm. I think he's very wrong and i think he probably gets his media from dis- like it's his his information is distilled through a lens of insanity so i actually read the same news he does and i read the same news that conservatives do and then i'm like oh clearly this is what's happening these people on the left only get their news from these particular sources mm-hmm. and so they end up getting you know this skewed perception on what's really going on in the world let's read this article just a little bit i want to go th- he calls, he talks about the factions which is really interesting here's what he says America is as close to a civil war as it has come since 1861. And once again, the central driver is America's founding stain, deep, persistent, brutal racism. See, I don't agree with that. That's the central driver. No, no, it's not. It's a strong start. Right. So, so that's, but but it's good because it's his perspective. Right. He's setting it up. He thinks we are this awful racist country. No way, man. America is one of the least racist countries on the planet. Coming from someone who's been to a bunch of them. Right. I mean, like. I, I think Japan's awesome. Love Japan. Mm-hmm. Super racist. Very racist. Yeah. Yeah. I'm part Korean. Korea's great. Ridiculously racist. Oh, really? Like, dude, Korean racism is wow. They're, they're like ethno supremacists, man. Ooh. Really? Yeah. They, they think they're like the supreme race. Not, not all of them. They've been getting kind of like, you know, chilled out. But it has mm-hmm. a lot to do with how the Koreans were uh, essentially enslaved, in, uh, you know, uh, occupied by the Japanese. Okay. So they created this identity as a way to resist, you know, the Japanese oppression and stuff like that. Now they view themselves as like the best. And, you know, uh, I mean this with all due respect, South Korea. But I, when I went there, they had this museum talking about their great general. This is really, really funny. They were talking about all the great battles he won. And they show you like the first battle of his great victory. And he's got like 50 ships. And then they were like, it was a tremendous day for a general whatever. 
And then it was like the next great victory occurred and he had 10 ships. What? And then the next great victory had three ships and then it was just him. And I'm like, what they're not telling you is how many times he lost in between those great victories. So, (laughs) you know, so they're writing their their history. Uh, But anyway, for me, I think what's driving this is authoritarianism authoritarianism versus libertarianism. That's 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 the the main driver. Okay. Because for me, I'm all about freedom, liberty, civil rights and all that. And the opposing factions throw that all out the window. Let's keep reading and see what he says. Yeah. He says, the current civil war doesn't have front lines that you can track on a map like the pins in Franklin Roosevelt's World War II maps. It's more of a guerrilla civil war like Vietnam's that breaks out anywhere and everywhere. But while its front lines are diffuse, they are real. They include every demonstration with peaceful protesters on one side of the line and coiled vicious cops on the other. Okay. <laughs> now, see, here's another problem with his frame point, point of view. Loaded. What about when a bunch of Trump supporters go to a park to wave little American flags yeah. and then Antifa shows up and beats the crap out of them? Huh. Or the rioters that have nothing to do with the peaceful protesters. Yeah. This guy's clearly got a skewed perspective. That's the point. We'll keep reading. He says, we see the front lines of civil war in Washington, a block from the president's fortress mansion. Where there is... What? <laughs> it's the White House. It's the White House. I'm so confused right now. <laughs> you, you know, it's it's been that way for a long time, yeah, right? For a yeah, really long yeah, time. Yeah. Trump didn't make it Obama's, a, a fortress. Obama's fortress. <laughs> Obama's fortress. <laughs> what? There is a literal struggle for who is in charge of the streets of our capital city, Donald Trump or D.C.'s nervy mayor, Muriel Bowser. Now, that's fair. They are fighting. We've seen it in countless other cities where other progressive mayors are forced to admit they can't control their own rogue police forces. And I will counter that by saying they also can't control rogue factions that literally have seized a seven block radius in Seattle, calling it a free zone or whatever. Yeah. The essence of a civil war is rival between claimants to the legitimate right to use force. And we are now on the brink of a situation where the force will confront force. As Trump Trump tries to use the military against unwilling governors and state national guards. But that's just ridiculous because Trump isn't going to use the military. This guy's living in Wally world. The fault lines include the trench warfare between the honorable leaders of our country's armed services who who resist this illegitimate use and Trump's own efforts to commandeer the military for an armed occupation of the country. In much of the world, this kind of a standoff ends with a military coup, does it? Hmm. There is a civil war of American democracy versus Trump's paramilitary stormtroopers, many of whom are armed and prepared to resort to force to keep Trump in office. (laughs) That's just called law enforcement. Either by disrupting the election, what? Whoa. Or by making it impossible for an elected successor to take office is what? Paramilitary stormtroopers? All right, this is getting a a little ridiculous, man. This is a professor at a university. Yeah, dude. He's got a Wikipedia page. Is that what it is? This Prospect Prospect Magazine or whatever, this is not some fringe no-name. I mean, he's a... He's a professor, dude. What does he teach? This you is know? what he. Uh, yeah, but what is he saying? Journalism, I think. Jur- he, he, oh, yeah. Okay. All I see is a bunch of just opinions. Yeah, so far. He's so like, this good. is what was happening, but it's where's your where's your proof? You're not yeah, you're not backing it up with he stuff. Just, you're of just course not spouting stuff. That's why I said in the beginning, I'm right. He's wrong. Yeah. Uh, okay. But think on. about think about all the people that he teaches Gosh. or influences as a professor. Journalism. Yeah, it was I think seriously. he's. I think he's a journalism professor. I could be wrong. You want to look him up? Yeah. What's his name? His name is uh, Robert Kutner. I know. I sent you the link. Yeah, K U T T N E R. Yeah. All right. Thanks. But no, this is the interesting part. He says the lines include Trump and his White House loyalists versus the so-called deep state, made up of people serving in government who work to uphold the law, risking their jobs if they if they offend our would-be dictator. Amazing. What? The incipient civil war reflects a polarization of society along party lines, but contrary to a lot of commentary. The polarization is anything but symmetrical. 
One party has shown itself willing to destroy democratic institutions for partisan gain. Yes, Democrats. <laughs> is he talking about Democrats? <laughs> yeah. I think he is. The Civil War is also cultural. With two deeply antagonistic cultures, each convinced that the other is ruinous. But one of those cultures, despite its professed religi- uh, religiosity, is increasingly nihilist. This is, this is really, really funny. What he's saying is so similar to what people say about them. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It's like he's projecting. Yeah. Or this, it doesn't matter who's right or wrong. Literally doesn't. Because people are convinced that they're the moral su- superiors. Oh, yeah. And then war breaks out. 100%. Did you look him up? Yeah. Oh, so he does, he, he does teach. Yeah. Hold on. Journalism. Yeah. He's an American journalist and writer whose works present a liberal slash progressive point of view. Ooh, you're yeah. telling me. Thanks, Wikipedia. <laughs> this guy doesn't even have Google. This, yeah, guy, this guy gets his opinions straight out of a can. I love it. His opinions come from like a distilled NPR feed right <laughs> to his Seriously. ears. Very original. At a more fundamental level, the Civil War is deeply racial mm-hmm. in a way that evokes the fraught period that pre- uh, prefigured America's one true civil war. From about 1820 right up until the Confederacy attacked Fort Sumner in April 1861, the slaveholding South never accepted federal power if there was the slightest chance that the national government would interfere with slavery. The doctrine of nullification ostensibly about tariffs, was really about slavery. I don't care to read about whatever that is. Anyway, you know what, man? Let's read the end. Trump's physical uh, isolation behind White House walls is emblematic of his increasing political isolation. But he and his followers still have immense power to wreak havoc. I mean, didn't Trump just go on a bunch of trips? And isn't he planning now a bunch of rallies? He's starting the rallies again. This dude doesn't have Google, does he? No. And he writes like this, you know. He doesn't want Google. There will not be a coup d'etat either by the military to oust Trump or by Trump to shut down Congress and recalcitrant, and recalcitrant governors and mayors, what there will be is ongoing trench warfare over five more agonizing months. We will then learn whether the power of an aroused people can keep a dictator at bay. And even if Trump is defeated, residual racism and hatred will linger. An oft-quoted line of Antonio Gramsci was never more apt. The crisis consists precisely in the fact that the old is dying and the new cannot be born. In this interregnum, a, ver- a great variety of morbid symptoms appear. Man, this is this guy is teaching kids journalism. Yes, <laughs> yeah, journalism. This is ridiculous. So that explains a lot. It's interesting what he said at the end, though, that the the, the old won't die and the new is trying to be born. Hmm. That's interesting. the The argument that progress is always a good, like you know, I hate the I, I hate the way they frame that, but there's this argument that progress for the sake of progress is the right way to go. Like it's possible progress can be a bad thing. Yep. It's possible that tradition can be a good thing. It's possible that tradition can be a bad thing as well. And progress can be a good thing. I think in this country, we've had a lot of great progress. Civil rights, for instance. Definitely. We've and come a, lot, a long way as a country. And, uh, and, and, you know, basically the way I see how it works is you don't want to just hold on to tra- tra- tradition blindly. It helped you get to where you are, but you got to keep reevaluating what you're doing and adapt and improve. Mm-hmm. And that's Reform. progress reform yeah hey that's what this country's all about man talking about that several decades of reform or i should say you know more than several decades centuries yeah where we've consistently reformed everything we had a war over uh, over some of that reform and never really a a hard revolution a revolt where people just like wiped out our laws yeah well that's what this is i guess i was reading an article last night about uh how antifa they've they've been infiltrating high schools and colleges and trying to gather, you know, more people there because they're young and ignorant and they have no That's idea. A fact. And then we got 
professors like this spouting this kind of stuff. It's These like, professors have been doing this thing for a long, long time, though. Dude, uh, the man, guy who uh, the guy behind the bike lock was a professor. Oh Berkeley. yeah, yeah. yeah what, this what guy also went to uh, Robert Kuttner also went to Berkeley. I don't no. remember the guy with the bike lock's name. The bike Eric lock basher. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know who the bike lock basher is? Is that the uh, the board you made? Yeah. Is that about that, that yeah, story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, does it... Do, Can we do, show that? No. No, we can't show <laughs> it? Even for us, uh, just for our audience? I don't want to do it. No? Nope. We got in I got in trouble. I, got I in tried. Trouble. I want to show you guys. So I, cool. I think I think the joke was lost, and oh. I recognize that it probably was in poor taste. Yeah, Eric Clanton. Eric three, Clanton, that's Three-year probation deal. So here's the joke. I uh, They wrote liberals get the bullet too on a wall in Berkeley. Okay. So I designed this you know, sunburst graphic using the revolution fist <laughs> and put a bike lock in its hand. Mm -hmm. And it says re liberals get the bike lock too. And it was supposed to be making fun of them because they're pathetic and violent. Yeah. And yeah, uh, YouTube was not happy. They were like, people who don't understand the context, like this is the way it kind of came off, yeah. are going to think you're literally saying to go bash liberals because they don't yeah. understand what this is supposed to be a reference a to. Nuanced. Right. And I'm like, that's a that's actually a good okay, point. Yeah. Like, it sounds like I'm saying bash liberals to the bike lock. Because <laughs> that's what they were saying, but I was making fun of them. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, you know. Anyway. Well, there this, you have it. This guy bashed seven people over the head with a bike lock. Oh. And then he basically gets off, you know. But, yeah. So, at Berkeley, it's interesting you bring up the high school thing because there's a high school right next to that park. And some kids came out when this protest was going on. And they were complaining to a lot of the people there that the teachers force them to uh, agree with social justice. Like, it's a religious class. Yeah, I've seen this. Yeah, this kid was telling me that, like, they will tell you to write an essay about, you know, your white privilege or something. And then when you're like, I don't believe that's a thing, F. Wow. Yeah, that's Amazing. like, what? That's not a, white privilege is not a fact, but they claim it is. No, it's not. It's, a, it's critical race theory or some other nonsense. Mm. So you're going to have, I don't know, man. I, I think... In that regard, we might end up seeing a bunch of kids reject all of this. Yeah, isn't Gen Z already rejecting a bunch of it? Mm, some of them. Well, yeah. Not all of them. Yeah, because a lot of, uh, you know, kids rebel, you know? Yeah. So you get a bunch of millennials who are like, what, in their mid-30s now, <laughs> telling these, you know, 15-year-olds who are 20 years younger that... You can't say those things. You can't say that. And so okay, what, are the, what are the kids going to do? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Seriously. Like some of these, some of these millennials, like Gen Z are their kids. You got a 35 year old, you know, woman mm -hmm. whose name is Karen Ugh. and she's an SJW millennial and she's, she get, she had a kid when she was 20 <laughs> yeah. and the kids now, you know, teens. yeah. And, and he's like, shut up, mom. You're dumb. Yeah. You're, you're so like, stupid. Yeah. Karen. <laughs> you had a kid when you were 15. Why can't I? Yeah. Right. Jake, Jake Tapper, uh. Apparently said, I think it was Jake Tapper. I could be wrong. That his kid calls him fake news wow, when, really? when, he, when he gets mad at him. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you're fake news. That's really uh, funny. Okay. Wow. Well, that means you understand this kid is being influenced by... President Trump? By Yeah, by Trump yeah. and by, you know, so... That's awesome. So this, this is actually really interesting because there's, there's one stat that I like to cite from Pew. Gen Z is the first generation in like 100 years to be more conservative than the last. That's great. They're only slightly more conservative. They're actually a little bit more liberal, progressive on some things, but then conservative on other issues. That gives me a slight amount of hope. Just a little bit. Just yeah. as you millennials said, just are, a little bit more. I think yeah. millennials are like a lost generation. Yep. Man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, uh, I, I'm right on the cusp. I was 84. So. No, that's millennial. Well, it used to be, it used to be 85. Then it was 84. No. Now, now no, it's no. 83. 
No, it keep trust me. I've been watching it, it man. Change. It's been it's, it's been it's pushed really being pushed there's fur, different, further and further back. There's different schools. I remember but, click TVs. All right, I had to go and yeah, change to the TV. What? Right, like, I had that when I was little. Oh my goodness. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's what millennial. The heck? Yeah, yes. millen- millennial was supposed to be like coming of age and in the year 2000 or something like that. Right. And so it. Go, I think. I think by some standards, it's like 1980. Okay. Yeah. My 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 sister is. So it keeps it a push, pushes back a little further. Yeah. yeah, because uh, Gen Xers were, like, graduating college in the early to mid-90s. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's right. Like, like the Gen Xers were born in the 70s, right? Yeah, I want to say, like, late 60s to almost up to 80, because each generation yeah. is technically yep. about 20 years. Yeah. So, yeah. Man, so Gen X is now, what, 50 and 60 or whatever? No, Gen no, X is, 40. like, late 40s, early 50s, I think. Old people. Old people. Seems like, They're all boomers. I know. It seems like the consensus is 82. A lot of people are posting right now about, like, what a millennial is. Zennials? I guess that would make sense. Zennials. 81. Yeah, yeah. I 81. A lot of 81s. So maybe that's it. I, the reason I think this is like, what do millennials do? Mm-hmm. They complain a lot. Yep. Myself a lot included. Self-esteem. Uh, they're not running for office for the most part. I don't like to complain. I, that always bugs me about people complaining. I'm like, well, hey, what have you done to, to fix that? Well, nothing. I'm just complaining. I was like, all right. Well, stop complaining to me then. What's your plan to fix it? I, I always like moving forward and figuring out a way forward. I don't like wallowing, sitting and wallowing in your, your misery. I mean, I've been there before, but then I've learned over my life. It's like, it's better to look forward and be like, I can either change it or I can't. And those are your two options. Yep. Maybe, maybe a better way to put it is that they have no purpose. True. If you don't you have know, a purpose, then you can't even see the future. Totally yeah, they agree don't do with anything. you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's crazy because uh, like most of the people I know are, I mean, kind of living the same way I am. I am. Just like no kids, no family. Yeah. Kind of winging it. I don't know. I don't know what it is, man. Maybe it's. I blame. Uh, I blame the boomers. It's all their you fault. You blame the boomers. I blame the boomers. <laughs> yeah, because they were the hippies. They we, had hippie kids. See, this know? is the this is the thing. It's like everyone always wants that. They want to blame someone. What? Well, well, no, not me. I want to blame anyone else. I don't care. I'm going to find the person to blame. There's always someone to blame. It's like, all right, look, we're all in this together. Society is the way it is. How do we move forward together and figure it out? I don't want to blame anyone. I'm part of the problem. Everyone's part of the problem. Well, Everybody no, is. Everyone can make a choice to move forward together. It's like, but you got to figure I, out I, how to do that and I stop think, blaming. But I think the first thing is when I say I blame them, uh-huh. I'm really referencing that, you know, is it really a problem we don't live the way our grandparents lived in terms I mean, of but like... Think, think about it, though. World War One, then there was the the Great Depres- Depression, and then World War Two. So... So that was like 50 year span, you know, or, you know, less, maybe 30, 40 years, you know, life was not Incredibly pleasant, hard. right? After World War Two, it's like they were like, wow, this is what life is like now. We don't we're not at war. Now we get to live and just have babies. I don't blame them for having all the, the boomer, Seriously. the boom, you know, it makes yeah. sense. So then how do we get here now? You know, it's because of that. So it's not necessarily their fault. They're just there was just this wave. It's just up and down and up and down through the years. Now we're here. And the bad times come next. People want to blame others, though, instead of just we got to come together, yo. Well, no, that's the, the point I was going to make is blame them for what, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if every generation is different based on their circumstances, then maybe this is just it. Who cares? I think I, I have think a the theory. World's ending. Okay, that? I have a theory. So boomers really, really wanted millennials to never suffer anything at all right because their parents boomers parents went through some really really hard times like the depression and world war ii and everything so they wanted their kids to do well they spoiled the boomers the boomers spoiled the millennials no 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 there's you're you're missing a link between what what 
is it Gen X? Who, who's between the, the boomers and millennials? Well, the boomers give birth to the millennials. And then the Gen X come from, I think, what? The the, the, the generation before boomers. What, what was that? Was I want to say greatest? the si greatest generation. Yeah. We got a screaming kitty. Oh, my now. gosh. What He's is happening? Screaming. He wants to go outside. He's spoiled. <laughs> he is, yes. Yeah, I think, uh, was it greatest? Yeah, I think greatest. Hold on, let me look. The greatest generation had... So wait, who had... No, no, wait. I don't know my generation. They're was, confusing. So was the, the silent generation had the boomers? Let me check. I don't I'm know, man. Now. You know, it, it is, it's silly that we try to lump everyone together because, you know, everyone who's born in a different year goes through such a drastic different... Right. And then we got to think about where they're living, you know, what, what kind of environment they've grown up with, you know, their family situation. Everyone's so different, drastically different. You know, it doesn't matter what generation you are. There's definitely lazy people and awesome, motivated people and, you know, a-holes. But you, you, it you, doesn't matter. You know about They're the, everywhere. You know about the generational theory? What, what I about? Forgot, I forgot what it's called. It's called something, something generational theory where it's like every, there's like four steps, you know, every 20 years, something like this. Okay. And then it always ends in some like great war or catastrophe or like mass death. Yeah. You know Strauss how? Yeah, is that what the it is? The fourth what? turning theory, or simply the fourth turning, describes a theorized recurring generation cycle in American history and global history. Yeah, so aren't we on track for like 2020 to be like war? Well, that's what that guy's article was about, the one where we were talking about. Can you want, you want to pull up that Strauss House thing? Yeah, hold But on. don't you think we can break the cycle? You know, we're, we're at a time of, we're, we're, we're together, social media. We weren't ready for it, but we've got it. It's here. We, you know, we can connect. We've got all this available. Hey, Boku. He's a There's kitty. This is Japanese. I don't, I don't know if he wants to. No, I think uh, it's too late. You think it's too late? Yeah, I think the generation, bef uh, the boomers, hmm. had the opportunity to make sure that we didn't enter the whiny baby cycle of the generational theory. Basically, you have a whole generation of people who have never experienced hardship. That's true. And so they're extremely spoiled and don't don't know. Their hardship is not having internet. Their hardship yeah. is, I said a naughty word. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like, I kid you not. It's like. Even worse. You say a naughty word and they cry. Yep. Did you see that, that viral video of the woman crying because she got a Trump email? Yes. Dude, <gasps> what is wrong with these people? How and she doesn't she? look like a millennial. She looks Ridiculous. like she's in her 20s. Or the, oh. other, the other video where the, the girl was driving and someone flicked her off. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then her mom went and like hunting her down. she was freaking out and like told her mom. Snow and her, you see, parent. You just see the car mom Karen like storm past her. It's like, <laughs> the whoa. Older Karen. It's like in There's flames coming off of that Karen. It's like, it's like in Dragon Ball Z when Goku goes Super Saiyan. But yeah. instead, the hair turns into the Karen cut. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, and her eyes are glowing. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh. Mm -hmm. She finds the car. Did you flick off my daughter? Yeah. No, that was she really thinking she's going to find the car? No idea like, what she was thinking. What was your plan? Come on. It, it reminds me of that comic I was talking about the other day <laughs> mm -hmm. where it's like back then yeah. the teacher says your child is failing and the, and the parents look at the kid and say, what did you do? Yep. And then it's like now the, the, the teacher says your child is failing and they look at the teacher and say, what did you do? Right. Exactly. It's, like the, it's your fault. Our precious snowflake can do no wrong. It, it feels like it's slowly getting rid of the First Amendment, the freedom of speech. Like what happened to that? Like, I don't care who it's you gone. are. It, it feels like it. Like, Bro, the Constitution you should be able cheese. to say whatever. And like, we got to have thick skin. It's like, say whatever. I don't care what you say. Because what you say doesn't affect me. That That is gone. Not anymore. That There's is a new gone. religion, buddy. No, 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 no. I, I disagree. It, it's not gone. It's gone among a certain amount of people. Yes, mm, sure. No. But in the general public, I don't think so. So when you can't go to church without being fined or arrested, 
Mm-hmm. But Black Lives Matter can go on protest. And That's called the government enforcing. Yeah, yeah, and it's pissing. It's pissing a lot of people off. I've seen countless people just like, "We're done with this." No, wait, I don't, I don't, I don't believe it, man. I see, I see so many people. Look, how many thousand? I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe we're just seeing the vocal minority out in the streets screaming. I think so. I see all the posts on Facebook, and I, and I ask them of these people, like, "Don't you see a contradiction in the government targeting?" these, you know, people who want to go to church, but you being allowed. And they said, well, we're fighting injustice. We're more important. People can go to church whenever they want. Yep. It's like you, 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 you they, they can't, they, their brains don't work. Yep. So uh, the point I was making is the previous generation had a chance to stop the cycle. Okay. By making sure these kids didn't become that final, you know, that final generation that knows no, has no understanding of how hard things really get mm-hmm. and then cause the collapse. Yeah. Then the chaos ensues. Everything gets bad again. And then life sucks. Yeah. Which and brings us to our next story. That is the Strauss Howe theory. The next story we have is about, uh, this is great. Seattle's sleepless as authorities mobilize after locals declare, quote, free zone. The free Capitol Hill zone or the Capitol Hill free zone is about seven city blocks in Seattle, which are currently being occupied by Antifa far left types. The police have retreated. They've abandoned the East Precinct in Seattle. And now these protesters, or whatever you want to call them, extremists, far left, whatever, are wearing body armor. And they're getting weapons. And they're armed. And they're extremely dumb. Yes. How long is this going to last? That's all I I think. It's like we've been to Christianity together. For those who don't know, Christianity is a free state inside Copenhagen, the city of Copenhagen. It's not, they, they consider themselves completely separate, very similar to this. But you go in there, and it's it's a huge plot of land. It, it used to be a military base that uh, in the 70s, they or maybe the 60s, they let go of it. And then hippies moved in and slowly turned it into um, basically a, a free state. So And it, it, it's successful. They grow food there. They have, like, a functioning society. And I'm looking at this, and I just I see a bunch of people that want stuff but have no idea how to go about getting it. But they're they're demanding. <clears throat> Go ahead. Well, sure. take a look. T- take a look at these photos. These mm-hmm. are some of the photos from the article. Oh, hey. Yeah, I'm looking yeah. at it. So that you can me. you can see the barricades over here. They've got businesses. The funny thing about it is apparently they've forced the businesses inside this zone to quote disaffiliate from the city. What? Probably means nothing other than them being like, okay, yeah, we disaffiliated. Mm-hmm. But the police aren't doing anything. They're just gonna let it let it go. I think this is. It's possible this is the right move. It's also possible that this is an extremely dangerous move. It might be the right thing because we'll let this, you know, the kids let maybe have his bottle and then maybe they get tired and go home. Then they can come in and sweep things up. I don't think that's going to happen. I think they've just been given an occupation. And like we saw with Zuccotti Park in New York, a bunch of people are probably now rushing full speed to Seattle to see the occupied zone, the free zone. I'd be willing to bet all those people that went to Minnesota, drove up, are like, we got to go to Seattle, man. There's like an anarchist thing they took over. And then you're going to see a bunch of people with weapons, and they're going to bolster their defenses, and they're going to they're gonna take this, uh, this, this part of the city. And it's, the longer it goes on, the harder it'll be for the police to actually deal with it. Yeah. This right now, considering the past week of like what they're calling an uprising or the revolution, I'm willing to bet they're all rushing full speed to Seattle right now. It wouldn't surprise me. So what, 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 are, the, what are they doing? Are the police going to wait? You know what's crazy, though? Apparently, I guess the reason the cops backed off and let them have the department, the precinct, is because they received 12,000 complaints about the use of tear gas. 
So all of the locals in the area were like, stop. And the cops were like, all right. And the cops left. Hmm. So what, that, you know, what, what are these people going to end up doing? I think, I think it might end up being like an Occupy Wall Street thing. It'll be there for several months, maybe. They're going to get tons of donations. They're going to get funds. And they're going to stay there. That whole thing freaks me out, the donation thing, because I just, I just learned about that. I mean, it's, it's not really in tune with this, you know, but... What, the Act Blue thing? Yeah, the Act Blue. What is, what is that about? So, you know, if you, if you want to donate to Black Lives Matter, it goes into Act Blue, which is a democratic... Um, like donation. But is that like the official Black Lives Matter organization? Uh, I don't know. It's a good point. Because I did. But they've s- had. They've gotten millions and millions of dollars. I did see. Right. The organization has. Yeah, and I was reading. I, I mean, I looked into it, and I'm reading down, and it's like this. This money is to help like create like a democratic society, and I was just like, wait. You know, how I got, does that? I got What does that have to do with Black Lives Matter? That's this is a, the Democrats like taking the black lives matter money what is going on i got a question hmm. so so uh you know that the, the the south was the democrats right the southern democrats were the racists jim hmm. crow yeah interesting know. yeah the, the democrats was the party of of the clan and all this racism and then you you ask you ask some of these democrats and they'll tell you that the parties switched like that, like that, you know, Civil War professor guy who wrote about the Civil War. Yeah. It's like, oh, but Nixon started to realize he could pander to white racists in the South to win. And it's like, well, well, hold on, man. Hold on. When, when have the Democrats actually ever done anything to not be racist? <laughs> no, it's, it's a serious question because they're the party of racism, they're the party of the Klan and all these really awful things. They're remnants of the Confederacy. Right. And then what's going on today? All of the big racism problems are literally in Democratic-controlled areas. Absolutely. You're, you're 100% right. And then, and then you think about, look at their front-runner, Biden. You know, he's like... History of racism. Poor kids are as just as, as smart as white kids. It's like... Yeah, yeah you ain't wait, black. Wait, wait, what does that have to do with wait, white? Like, what, what are you talking about? Oh, but he was just being silly. You don't understand, Joe. It's like, but oh. he does this all the time. What are you talking about? Yeah. He says these things all the time. Yeah, Biden says some racist stuff. It's yeah. crazy. But he's, he's also got a voting history mm-hmm. that apparently has, he's been, has been criticized for being racist. So I'm not going to track down Biden's voting history and, and argue whether it was or wasn't. He was a product of the times for sure. But I would just ask the people who are voting for Democrats, how can you justify that your party isn't racist? Yeah. Like, how can you prove that when you're literally remnants of the Confederacy? And to this day, all of the problems of racism that you keep bringing up are in your cities. Yep. What are you, what are you gonna change? Right now, you got Chicago. You've got uh, a black mayor, Lori Lightfoot. You've got tons of black aldermen. And you've got rioting and destruction throughout the city. Apparently, this is crazy. We don't even know the full scale of what happened in Chicago. It's like a lot of it hasn't been covered. Apparently, people were stealing buses. Wow. Like city buses, they were stealing and stuff. So why are they rioting there? It's like it's a Democratic-controlled consul- city with a Democratic governor and Democratic congressman and Democratic senators, mm-hmm. Democratic mayor. Trump's fault. Yeah, the Republicans are racist. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's just, I look, man. And, uh, you know, I, I actually just read this article earlier today about the— uh, you know, you, you know, I don't know if anyone's seen this, but a bunch of the Democrats wore these uh, Kent, Kente, Kente, cloth. Kente cloths, yeah. right? And they were taking a knee, and all these Africans are posting these videos like, what are they wearing? Like, how <laughs> dare these people? Like, this is that's not even an American thing. Like, that's our thing. Like, how dare you? And then I'm fine reading into it more. It's like those specific ones were from a tribe that 
I mean, had history of slavery themselves. And I was like, oh, that's bad. Oh, wow. <laughs> Did you hear about that? What? what? No, the, I didn't the, hear the about The cloths that. that they yeah. wore are specifically from a tribe that that actually ran in, sla- like, did slavery <laughs> stuff. Oh, snap. So it's like. No, is that real? Failed but virtue we, we, we signal. Should, we should confirm that one. Hey, I'm hey, this up. hey. I trust Adam. I, I'm not saying it's, it's. I, I was, I've been reading so much about the, the all the different Africans that have been pissed off about this. It's like mad, mad Africans are pissed. They're posting all these videos talking about like how they dare they dude yeah dude they you don't can, care you can get kanye they're west pandering man one it's of the most 100%. successful and famous you know black people in this country yeah kanye rocks and they they call him mentally ill when when kanye came out and said that he liked trump mm-hmm. they ran his article saying oh poor kanye he's he's gone crazy he's okay, mentally he's ill been a little bit crazy. like talk about racist dude yeah that's, that's yeah nuts. come on man yeah. you know why they were doing it oh yeah mm-hmm. Candace Owens comes out and gives her opinion, and they say that she's a grifter and she's lying and she's wrong. She's a white supremacist. Yeah, they call her all of these racial slurs. Dude, you know what, man? I was having a conversation with a friend about Antifa, and the the funniest thing is is the success of Antifa propaganda that, one, they're not really an organization, and two, it just means you're anti-fascist. And I'm like, listen, if a taxi company started a violent group that hated Uber called Anti-Ub. <laughs> Just because I think they're insane doesn't mean I support Uber. That's the thing. They say, we're Antifa. Yeah, you, dude, pedophiles could be anti-fascist. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just because you're claiming you're anti-fascist doesn't mean the rest of what you do is a good thing. Right. And so they claim that so they can mask the fact that they're actually associated with the communists. You know, Germ- history, it's history is a uh, communist uh, Germans before before the rise of Hitler. And then they try and recruit people with that. It works. Yeah. And people are like, but are you saying you support fascism? And I'm like, what? <laughs> Where did you get that? Yeah, Seriously. like thinking violence is bad. They've successfully, it's, 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 it's fascinating to me. The, yeah. the other funny thing about these people is that they've actually convinced all these high profile personalities to be like showing U-boats. We talked about this the other day, didn't we? Yeah, the D-Day thing. Yeah, it's like we were at war with Germany. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Like, these people are not Antifa. It's, it's just ridiculous. Check this out. This is funny. So this is from Michael Tracy. He says, this is one of the individuals running the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone in Seattle. No additional commentary from me needed. LOL. So this, this individual is 18. She, they, lesbian, anar- lesbian anarchist, abolished whiteness, capitalism, and civilization. Whoa. Cash app. Generalissima. <laughs> Born July 10th, 2001. Oh, no. Wow. Did you see the, the dude who, who stoked, one of the guys who stoked the fires at the uh, third precinct in Milwaukee, uh, in Minneapolis? Got caught? He got caught and he was, boy, was that guy dumb as a box of rocks. Was he? He stole, I, I he, he, he stole uh, ammo. He stole body armor, cuffs, batons, and a helmet. Mm-hmm. He was walking around wearing it. Whoa. And some people were like... He wrote his name. He wrote his name on duct tape and put it on the back of the armor. Whoa. Yeah. That's some Talk bold. About that is a really bold dumb. strategy. Dude, these people are... This, this is why I say I blame the parents, man. Yep. Come on, man. No, look. You, she's 18. Yeah. And uh, Dude, I'm so You're glad. an adult. You're an, you're an adult at 18. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, okay. I agree. It's your responsibility. That's right. the way it is in this country. Maybe. But uh, I do think it's funny, like, born 2001... And you like you think you're a revol- revolutionary, the generalissima who wants to abolish civilization. <laughs> what? And capitalism with want- her cash out. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm just saying. <laughs> how, how can you be she and they at the same time? If, you guess, if, you're, if you're a lesbian, right, right. you're a girl. Yeah. Isn't that the case? Yeah, There's yeah, no yeah, rules. Yeah. But lesbian is, is a girl that likes girls. Only feelings. Specific. Yeah. 
So wouldn't, how would it be they? Because gender identity is uh, fluid. I don't know, man. There's no rules. Nothing makes sense. The other, the other question I have is, and, 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 and this is funny because I tweeted about this and a bunch of people got really, really mad. Mm-hmm. Like it's really triggered these lefties. I asked legitimately, why are so many anti-fascist furries? Yeah, I saw that tweet. But I, I didn't mean, I saw, I'm not disparaging You're furries. You're actually asking, I know. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. It's a legitimate question. There's like a really high profile cartoon squirrel that's constantly doxing people and harassing people okay. with like tons of followers. Mm-hmm. And there's a bunch of uh, uh, furries with first, they're called fursonas, I think. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, like their, their their avatar is their self-designed art of themselves as a cartoon animal. <laughs> hey, man, look, I'm, I'm all about liberty, so I don't care if you're a furry. Like, do whatever you want, man. You know, you, 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 keep, be part of clown you keep saying, you know, blame it's the parents. They're bad parents. A lot of, of these young parents give their kids iPads. Here, here you go. Yeah. And then what do they watch? They watch cartoons. So they grow up idolizing cartoons instead of their parents. Instead of having parents that they look well, up to, it, they're like, "Wow, I want to be like that person." They watch and are raised by cartoons, animals. and they see they see anthropomorphized animals yep. yeah, as society, right? So and then ingrained it's, in that person. Honestly, not that surprising. Yeah, but right. that's not my issue. It's sad. That's not my, my my issue. Isn't that people are furry? I don't care. No, no, I know. I just I'm just making a note. It's like, hmm, why I just notice that? Why are know? they antifa? Ah, oh, man, I don't know. Somebody they want purpose. Apparently, there are like white supremacist furries. Okay, that's like a big thing, I guess. Random, but okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they wear they, they have like they have Nazi armbands, but it's a paw print instead of a swastika or whatever. I'm not uh, I'm not kidding, dude. I've these, I don't know I don't know if it's a joke or whatever. I'm just pointing it out. So if I see the uh, the paw print, I'll know what what it means now. I don't know what it means. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I have no idea. Great. I've actually never seen a furry before, but uh, no. But <laughs> somebody made a good point, and they said it's that. The, the the left has successfully made it so that in many communities, like gaming, movies, even in the furry community, yeah. you can't be conservative huh. because of cancel culture and the fear that they'll attack you. Hmm. So these people just shut up. And then, the, and then what you end up seeing is all of this Antifa. But it doesn't really explain it. It doesn't explain how, like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know what this is, but there's a bunch of these, like, characters. And I'm not saying these people are furries. But there actually are some high profile people. I don't want to use their real names. Like okay. I don't want to I don't want to cause a brigade or anything. But there's like some people that are actually well known, verified furries who are like very vocal about supporting Antifa. I'm like, what what's that all about? Somebody mentioned like a lot of the right wingers have like av- like anime avatars, and I'm like, that's not really true either. It's like an eagle and like an American flag. Yeah. Like I don't know I don't know what you, you or like a, a cat uh, a you know keck frog or something. Mm-hmm. It's like I, I don't I don't I do see anime people, but not really. It's usually like. These Tumblrina leftists yeah, use yeah. use anime stuff. Yeah, but they're not dressing up as the characters, are they? They're not like full on outfits. The no, conservative no, no. side. No, I mean like all of these people. Oh, right, right. I mean, well, they'll wear their like American flag hat and like sure. you know, Trump shirt or whatever, or like Trump hat. Yeah, okay. That's not like embodying a different animal, though. That's that's like, yeah. isn't that what furries do? They like get in the full outfit. I don't know. Yeah, it's a fursuit. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, like, really expensive. Yeah, they are. It's like a crazy lifestyle. Apparently, <laughs> they've, like, tried to have conventions, but the people are just, like, nuts and were, like, sabotaging plumbing or something. Yeah. I don't know. Somebody Seriously? somebody posted like, a response, like, here's your understanding. And I watched this video, and it was really weird. I think, uh, I, 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 look, I don't care what you do with your life and your free time. You know, that's why I'm, like, I, I'm, I'm not even, it's not even really about furries at all. It's about Antifa. Yeah. And, and what it is. One of the responses I got from a lot of people was that they're Antifa are mentally ill people. 
you know, it, it's, it's like we were talking about with the Joker the other day. Yep. That this fringe ideology needs allies, so it seeks out vulnerable, you know, unstable individuals to support it. Just like I said earlier, like I read that article, Antifa is, is going to high schools and and colleges looking for the people that are outcasts and are yeah. that don't fit yeah. into society and they're snatching them up. Because, and what you do is hmm. you tell them the reason you don't fit in yeah. is because of Trump. Yeah. Because, because Trump it's is a racist. society. Yeah. It's society's fault. It's everyone else's fault. It's everyone else's fault. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Nice it's not your fault. It's I'm here for you. All right. It's yeah. not your fault. It's very selective. Man. How do we actually deal with that? You know, like oh. what, what do you do? Do you like drop them in the middle of the woods? Make them, yes. make them learn how to survive or something? Take them on a camping trip? What did their parents do wrong? They weren't parents. Yeah. Simple. They weren't Done. parents. That, they weren't parents. They, Dude. You know, they, all I see is is as they get older and older, they're looking at the kids like, oh, that's just kids being kids. They'll get out. They'll grow over that. They'll get out of that phase eventually. I think and, it's... And they don't try. They don't, they don't engage. They just like, yeah, whatever, whatever. I and think it's... And then it just go, runs rampant. I think it's the logical logical conclusion of what we've been seeing over the past hundred years. Mm-hmm. It used to be, and I think you brought this up a few days ago, that you were a blacksmith, and then your kid would watch and learn and help you in the shop, and then eventually became a blacksmith too. Yep. And then you got really good at blacksmithing. Yep. And that was a family. You, yep. It was a family name. It was your mm-hmm. family job. Then we had apprenticeships, and then it was like not just your kid; it was also other people would come and pick trades, and then it eventually became stuff all the kids in a factory. Yeah. And the parents go off and do a different job, and yeah. the kids are shoveling coal into a you know a steam engine or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then we, d- we started putting them in schools, institutionalized, institutionalized learning facilities with the bells that, you know, I've heard it's supposed to simulate factories. I don't know if that's true, where, like, the bell rings mm. the period. Oh, wow. Yeah. But you slowly take the parents away from the kids. Eventually, the kids are just... Mind- mindless drones. They don't know what they are. Right. Nowadays, companies don't want college kids anymore right a lot of them don't yeah because they're not experienced they they're yep. they're they're clueless all right i have my degree okay do this job well what do you what do you need me to do this job can you do it or not no i you have to tell me what to do can't you hold my hand and show me <laughs> yeah. what, what about my homework and my like, professor used to that's tell not me, what work is my professor told me what to do oh okay yeah my professor would tell me what i had to do and it's mm-hmm. like okay bro I, I don't know how to do that job. That's why I hired you. Yeah, yeah. I've, exactly. I've, I've literally experienced this where I'm like, <laughs> I'm, you know, I hired uh, someone to specifically, specifically to manage accounting when yeah. I was working for Fusion. Mm-hmm. And they're like asking me, like, what do I do? I'm like, I don't know. That's why I have a hard time with with anyone building stuff for me because I have a really high standard for the way I build stuff. You know, whatever it is, you know, if it's a bedroom you know, even running the electric, unless it's like a professional person doing it, I want to do it myself because I know how to do it. And I'd rather it done right because if it isn't done right, I'm just going to have to do it myself. These kids aren't good at anything. Yep. They've got no skills. They are talentless blobs of nothing. Yep. And now they're angry that they don't get all of these things. They can't, they can't make themselves or they can't earn. Well, it's no wonder that they're angry because they Seriously? were told their whole lives they can do anything they want. Anything you dream of, you can yeah. do. But you don't have to work for it. I, I'm just going to keep telling you you can do anything. It's like, yeah, this you is, could do anything, but you have to pick one thing and then go for that for a long time. And then eventually you can do it. The problem is the previous generation demanded we go to college. Hmm. Like like moron lemmings. Yep. Marching off the cliff. It's a requirement now. Yeah. I remember when I was little, my man, I'll tell you what. Uh, my family had been telling me to go to college nonstop my whole life. And I was like, nope, 
nope, never gonna happen, never gonna happen. And then one of the funniest things happened was after I got I got featured in Times Person of the Year wow. and the Time 100, Woo. I actually had family be like, so are you going to go to college now? <laughs> and I was like, why? Is that a joke? Are you serious? Why would you do that? Have I was, you not seen my, me in the Time magazine? I was yeah. like, I, I, I've been invited to wow. speak at a PhD course on journalism. You've been to the White House, man. Yeah. It's pretty huge. Well, that, that, that was like I'm 30, I was how old, 34 when that happened. No, 33. 33 yeah. yeah, whatever. So, but I'm talking about like, I'm 26. I have a career. I'm being like featured and, and, and I have these professors saying like this technique is incredible and they're asking me to come and give guest lectures. Mm-hmm. At my, colleges. At colleges. Boom. And I still had family being like, you really need to go to college now. And I'm like, no. are you insane? Yeah, like, that doesn't why make go sense. to college? But you think about that pressure even I was getting from my family. And you think about all these kids who don't know better. And I can't, you know, I don't, I don't completely blame them. If you were told your whole life, you can have everything you want so long as you play by these rules. Here's what you have to do. No cheating allowed. Go to school. Go to high school. Get a loan. Go to college. And they graduate and they're told, actually, you're an indentured servant for the rest of your life. Yeah. I'm not surprised they're freaking out. Yeah. This is one of the reasons why I'm very much in favor of college debt forgiveness. But... I don't believe we should just do with like what Warren said or whatever and just write a blank check. Yeah, I you know, agree. Write, Here's 50 grand. Boom. Just hand it out. No, I think we should just terminate the interest rates. Yeah, yeah. I like that. So too. you've got to pay down everything you've spent. Yeah, you, you got to pay for because the, the professors still got to get paid. The college still has to run. No, no. The people, these are people out of school. No. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But now they owe money. Afterwards. After the fact. So they, they got a loan from a company. The company put a percentage, you know, uh, you know, uh, interest rate on it. Right, because it's all just the banks then making that interest anyway. We, we we have a predatory system. Yeah, yeah. That is, it is creating an entire generation of whiny communists. So, I'm not I'm not gonna <laughs> as much as I can complain about the oh, individual. Man, I, I laugh, but you're right. Yeah, listen, man, they get a school and they were told, look, you're 18. You think this 18 year old, you know, chick or whatever who's like, I'm in the occupied, you know, free zone or whatever. You think she has any idea what's going to happen with the no. next, which has 68 years of her life? Zero clue. Exactly. You take, a, you take a kid who's in high school, who's, you know, naive, ignorant, not saying stupid, just mm-hmm. inexperienced. And you say, trust us, we're your adults. You have to do these things. It's no surprise many of these people are trying to throw all of that out the window because the system is broken and they were lied to. The solution isn't communism, though. The solution is walk out to the middle of the field and start growing your own corn and building your own hut. Yep. Pave your own path. Find your own way. But I can't say I'm surprised. They want to burn it all down. Just like you, you said in the, what was it, Occupy, when they gave them a farm? They're yeah, like, well, they do not want to do it. Look, you, you guys want to try it? Here's a farm. There you go. We, oh. we gave you a farm. And what happened? Oh, they lasted like two weeks. <laughs> like, but I don't like doing work. Wait a minute, uh, I have yeah. to work. I have to work to oh, live. Dude. Oh, fun, dude. Yes. Are you kidding? Life is but, not easy. But think about it. You, uh, I, I know a lot of people, and, and I, I've asked, I've talked to people about this, and they've told me like, I've, I've have had friends, and this was back, you know, ten or so years ago, like super depressed, saying I did everything right. I did everything they said was the right thing to do, and by the time I graduated and I have a degree, there's no jobs. Yep. I've got $40,000 in debt. I can't pay it off, so it's deferring, and now the interest is going up, and it's going to be 60000 by the time I actually find a job. This is ridiculous. Yep. And I'm like, what you hear from a lot of people is, well, you took the loan. That's your fault. You're an adult. <laughs> and I'm like, I agree with that within reason. Yeah. I would agree with that on the individual level. If you're an individual, you can't blame anyone but yourself. Yep. But on a mass scale, we have an entire system churning out whiny communists. you got to realize it's going to 
rip our our, our country apart at the seams. Yep. Like so, we're seeing it. It's, exactly, it's having in front of our eyes right now. That's why I think. So you you also have, man, college indoctrination. It's not as bad as a lot of people would say it is. Okay. There are a lot of professors who are nuts. But there's, there's, there's been a couple surveys that found that in certain humanities, political fields, it's definitely bad. Really, really bad. Yeah. But there's a lot of stuff that's not, you know, people, people kind of exaggerate things to a certain degree. Yeah. I and mean, you get, go ahead. No, you, you, you get hot press on the, on the you know, really extreme cases. Mm-hmm. But, but it, it is, to a certain degree, indoctrinating people, making them think insane things. So you put them in this machine that tells them communism actually isn't all that bad. Then they graduate. Now, now think about what happens. You spend 22 years or so, not 22 years, but you know, you start school at what, five? So 17 years in an institutionalized learning facility. You graduate at 22. Every step of the way, there's been an authority figure providing everything for you. You go yeah. to school, there's the cafeteria, the food's right there. You walk right up, you take it. It's all part of your meal plan. Mm-hmm. Then you graduate and you're sitting there thinking, okay, where's, where's my food? Where's the, where's the lunch lady to give me my food? Yep. Government. Government cheese, hey, please. Hey, you know what I just realized? What? So you know the reason that school is so expensive is because it's subsidized, right? Is because it? the government is paying for those schools. That's why they jack up the prices like that. Hmm. And then they offer to forgive your loans. And then people graduate and they're like, oh, where's the government to help me pay my bills? And then you have to wonder what they were thinking by subsidizing this education that made them think the government was a good thing. I you know, think. Well, well, hold on. Before we move, I, I want to just say you you said something about uh, basically them going, yeah, yeah, it's a communist system. Like, hmm, all right, I'm I, I'm kind of interested in that. Yeah. But now we're finding out. I've, I've, we've we've talked about this a couple times that China is working with professors, paying you, them under the radar. Do you hear that so, huge huge story today? What? Like millions of dollars to a Harvard professor just got busted. Boom. And, and Let me see if I can find it. They're a communist party. They want us to be fractured. They want what's happening right now in our country. That's what they want. They want us fractured. They want our youth going against us to split us up. This is exactly what China wants right now. Check this yeah, out. Yeah, that's a good point. Two hours ago, top Harvard professor indicted in China case. Ooh. Wow. They say Dr. Charles Lieber, 61, will be arraigned in federal court in Boston on two counts of making false statements to investigators regarding his involvement in China's Thousand Talents plan. So... When was that case? Do you know? I thought it was a while ago. Oh, this guy. He was. Oh, okay. So yeah. this. Yeah. Okay. He was arrested on January twenty eighth. Yeah, yeah. So this is the same guy, but the story is. They just made it happen. Oh, so he was officially indicted now. Yeah. Right. Right. So it's a. It's a part of that ongoing story. Yeah. Yeah. They've been doing this. Yep. They got their their little tendrils in in everything. Yes, they do. Well, you know what, man. How is this not a main main thing? Like, I was still shocked. I'm still shocked that. throughout the whole coronavirus thing nobody no mainstream media talked about how we found chinese nationalists bringing in coronavirus yeah that was for years (laughs) yeah i i'm i am still kind of like when i think about i'm like wow that's really kind of crazy how is that not a bigger story how is that not a big story exactly it's almost like there's you know some group that doesn't want anyone to know about this china involvement it's because jeff zucker at cnn is a reality tv guy Uh, and he's sitting there and going like what do i care about this story there's run trump run trump yeah run 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 trump trump uh trump 
What, what, what did he get do? He got caught today eating a cream puff from a local bakery. Yeah. Can we make that racist somehow? <laughs> and, then, and then one guy goes like, whoa, cre- cream puffs cream? White. are white on the inside. Yeah. Oh, we can make it like a secret racist thing. Yeah. And then also there's a story whistle. and it's like Trump dog whistle to neo-Nazis eats cream puff. <laughs> yeah. I kid you not. It's like you're, you're reading this and you're like, Puffgate. <laughs> yeah, Puffgate. <laughs> <laughs> Secretly inside the beige tart, uh, treat is white cream. That proves it. Orange on the outside, white on the uh, inside. I don't know. Do you see the story where they were like Trump's salt shaker was bigger? No. Yes. <laughs> what is wrong with these people? Wait, this what? Uh huh. <laughs> that was, they were, the story? There, was a, there was a picture and they were like two salt. It was a salt salt and pepper shaker. Uh-huh. And they were different. One was like rectangular. and One was circular. Yeah. The one by Trump was bigger than the one not by Trump. Yeah, and he so, loves himself. He loves but it's he's not a even, show it's off. Not even Whatever. About that. Who cares? I don't even care him anymore. He's Come on. Also, the president. <laughs> you get like a certain set, right? No, I don't but, know. But, no, but nah, like, that d- wouldn't surprise me if there was a little T on it. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Who knows? That would surprise me. You know what I, w- was likely? What? The person came in and put some salt shakers on the table and left. Yeah. And Trump was eaten. And they were like, what can we do? What can we do? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Look. Look at that picture. What? That salt shaker it's looks bigger. bigger. It's bigger. I remember the infamous two scoops, <laughs> two scoops of ice cream story. You remember that? No. Uh, Trump gets two scoops of ice cream and everyone else gets one. I'm not joking. CNN did that story. Now, to be fair. CNN did a story on him getting two scoops. Yes. So everyone else is one. Yes, they did. Now, hold on. Wow. To be fair, it was supposed to be like a silly segment, but it got honestly rep- uh, picked up then by other yeah yeah, yeah. independent so, is talking about it here buzzfeed is, is talking about it is this like new, is exactly this, this just happened or no. something no or, it was a while a long ago. time ago it was okay. in 2017 this is before the, my awakening yeah. night, nightmare world that we live stuff. in and this is what they were covering instead of yeah. china sneaking in literal living viruses they right. did not think that was a big deal in, un, in unmarked vials yeah hidden and they caught the guy and he lied he said, like, no, oh, wait, I don't yeah. have anything. And they're like, whoa, we just found these vials on you. Like, oh, those things. Oh, well, those think, I'm, I'm bringing to a professor at one of your universities. Uh-huh. Th- think, mm-hmm. about, think about the news reports God. that could have been breaking news, America. Yeah. Chinese national has been detained in relation to smuggling of viruses into this country without proper permits. Yep. Local security, you know, security experts are concerned about that. Instead, we got breaking news, America. The president received two scoops of ice cream, and, and they were they were no, no. both white. And every, yeah, <laughs> it was both vanilla. And then they start talking about how like the Democrats got chocolate vanilla swirl, which, yeah. which shows how they're very interested in ending racism. Yeah. And then you have and then you have two hours of pundits being like, "Listen, you don't understand the dog whistle. That is Trump getting vanilla swirl." So let me explain to you this thing the, only I can hear. And then and then another person's like, "No, you're wrong. The vanilla swirl isn't a dog whistle. It's overt." He's yeah. saying straight up the argument is actually not about whether it is or isn't racist. It's that it, it is. Of course. But the the connotations are different. <laughs> Now, Nancy Pelosi, what, she got chocolate vanilla swirl. I think that shows real leadership in this country. And it's like, it's like Trump didn't even choose the ice cream. It was just like some guy had a tray and then they were handing him out. And he's like, thank you. And then they were like, oh, he accepted it. Dude, there's literally nothing he can do. So you, you have CNN. Nothing, nothing. I'm imagining Jeff Zucker. He's sitting in a room and he's looking at two folders and he's like, mm, and it says like China smuggling in viruses, <laughs> with, you know, and, and hiring researchers to steal research. Uh, orange man bad folder. Uh, it's the meme with the guy in the button. Click yeah, face. yeah, yeah. The guy in the yeah, button. He's, he's sweating like he's sweating. He's like, no, oh, which that's one not I fair. Choose? No, it's not. No sweat. Huh? No, it's not fair. Yeah, no. no sweat. No sweat at all. It's a smile. <laughs> yeah, like, a yes. smile and a wink as he presses orange man bed. Right. Someone. No. Okay. Here's a better analogy. They hand him two folders, and he and he looks at the orange man bed and he goes, 
throws it, puts, puts a cigar out, and then he looks at the other one, and he goes, Arr! and he gets all angry when he sees it, and he throws the, the China report. The paper's just <laughs> flying everywhere. Don't you ever bring that in my office again. We don't want any of that garbage. This isn't clickbait enough. Come on. Seriously. What, is, what do we look like? A news organization? No, Come on. Not really. <laughs> that ended in the 90s. Yeah. No, it doesn't um, exist anymore. Uh, news what used were we to be talking real. About? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, news being I don't know news. where we are now. Why the bunny trail? Something yeah, about Harvard, yeah. the Harvard guy. Oh, we no, were talking about schools. We were talking about China taking over. Students. Yeah, but how we did we get into China? that, though? Because you said China got into Harvard. And then we started talking about yeah. how it wasn't. Well, not Harvard. Right. No, and then, just then schools we got in general. Okay, yeah. Now I figured it out. I think we're good. Man. Maybe we'll go to war with China and this will all just disappear. You know? You keep saying it and I keep starting to believe it Thucydides dude. trap man. man could you imagine if like they reinst- re- reinstituted the draft and then like that 18 year old woman in the free zone would be like drafted equality yeah no, well, no. it is kind of weird that they were talking about the draft again like a month ago like they keep doing it like why what what you know you yeah. know people don't realize is that you know when it came to vietnam mm-hmm. the draft was complete bs yeah and i can understand why they were like okay we can't do that again but if we're talking about a real existential threat yeah, there's gonna be a draft, man. Boom, like two against China with their 1.4 billion people. How many people 1. are in 1. China? 1.3 billion. 1.3 yeah. billion people. Yep. How many have we got? 300 million. 330. Yep. 330 yeah. million. Yeah, there'll be a, there'll be conscription <sighs> in two seconds, man. Yeah. Could you imagine? But, but you, this is this is what's crazy about these like wacko lefties. Hmm. Would they really want them? You don't want these revolutionary wackos to have guns. No, they're not going to take orders well. They're not smart. Well, we already we saw that they guy. Don't. We talked about it yesterday. He was uh, was he on active duty? I, yeah, I don't know if he was. He was on active, active duty. duty. So oh. there was someone on active duty went on a rampage, killed some cops. Killed some cops. Well, he killed one cop for sure. Okay, we don't know if he killed there, the other two in yeah. Oakland or something. No, it was right? one one other cop in Oakland. Oh, okay. he shot someone. Shot oh, yeah. two of them. They think it may have been him because he had a van with weapons in it. Mm. But yeah, they're not going to want these people. So then what do we do? It's like we're falling apart from the inside, man. Our yep. military is half the size of China's, just for the record. Yeah, but we got we got we got uh better tech. We got I we got so. UFO tech, yo. Yeah. Not made in China. What you know about you know that? What, man? <laughs> UFO right. tech. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm willing to bet <laughs> a lot of people don't want to believe it, but I'm willing to bet that we've got military tech you could not even imagine. Uh, absolutely. I'm sure. Totally. Cuz there there was a really funny story I was reading when I was when I was reading about these UFOs. And it was talking about how they had these weird sightings for UFOs in certain areas. Okay. And they passively mentioned it was only like, you know, 50 miles away from a Naval Experimental Technology Center. And it's like, <laughs> what? Like, oh, well, then. Two plus two equals. it's that. It's like, you ever play Sudoku? Yeah. It's like, I can, see, I can see what's happening here, man. You got crazy <laughs> flying ship. Military Military base. research center. Yeah. It is very complicated. Is that, was that and hard for people? No, to, I guess to, so. It's to figure out? No, it was not that big a deal. But I, people still want to claim. They probably yeah. made the Space Force just to, like, allocate more budget to the tech that they need to work on. If, if look, when we hear about the weapons they make, like, I think six, seven years ago, they created a new streamlined gravity bomb, mm-hmm. a, mega, a megaton nuke that was very small. Because, like, the, the original was massive. Yeah. And so they figured out how to do it better and, you know, more compact. And it's just you just drop it out of a plane. But we got... ICBMs, man. We got crazy weapons. And that stuff's all what? From the 70s? How old is that stuff? That's pretty old, yeah. If you think they're not working on better ways to kill. Yeah. And and if you think that the ones they're working on now, they're telling you all about. I don't buy it, man. I think there are certain, certain things for immediate visible use. And they're keeping their aces up their sleeve. I think the U.S. has got some crazy stuff. Definitely. You know, hidden. For sure. A lot of cyber, cyber How much, how much money do, does the U.S. military spend every year? Can you look that up? 
A yeah, lot. hold on, I got it kind of right in front of me. A very big a number. Lot. It's got to be a lot. But yeah, a crazy amount. Oop. Yeah, I mean, there's a good argument that bureaucracy is miserable and fails all the time. Yeah, but I'm I'm not convinced, Whoa. man. I saw the I, look I just, on her face. I just saw the number for the U.S. <laughs> military spending per year. Uh, hold on, wait, wait, wait. In 2018, they signed the Department of Defense Appropriations Bill. It was 617 billion dollars for the base billion. budget and another 69 billion for war funding. Wow. wow. So I'd say we are prepared. That is lots of dollars. Many that's, dollars. That's a lot of money. Holy yeah. cow. Yeah. And then and then you think about they build all these tanks. They they buy all these weapons and then they re, and then it gets reappropriated by local police departments and stuff. Then people get mad about it. Yeah. But man, I I I don't think we could be invaded to be honest. When you got like a small town of like 300 people and they've literally got armored personnel carriers with like machine guns mounted on them. I'm not kidding. It's like an actual video that's I was watching so about it. Wow. Yeah, it's like I think they're good, but that's hand-me-down stuff. True. What 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 is what is the U.S. hiding up its sleeve? I, a I, lot of money, apparently. Listen, listen. They didn't just come out and say to the world like we're building a nuclear bomb. Yeah. Manhattan Project was a secret. They can do the same thing today. You it's compartmentalized. You wouldn't know what you were working on. Well, an American-made products are they, they they're usually better. they usually last. A Chinese-made stuff tends to break more often. Because they're stealing I mean, it is the ideas. stuff they're giving us. So are they making good quality stuff for themselves? Yeah. No, you don't think so? No, man. Hmm. It's it's low quality because the people are basically slaves. Hmm. You know, they walk off buildings and mass suicide. It's horrifying. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we shouldn't be supporting it. It's funny because I've heard a lot of arguments about like sweatshop labor. Okay. And the argument from the pro sweatshop people is there are no jobs where they live and this gets them substantially more money than they could have made otherwise. Even if it's dirt. Even if it's a quarter per hour. Yeah. That's still, you know, they they normally make like a penny per hour. Wow. So to them, it's like, this is amazing. Yeah. And I'm like, I still don't think it's a good idea. Agreed. I mean, I get the argument. It creates jobs and industry and all that stuff. But why don't you just pay them better and actually benefit the area? But in, in the end, just hire Americans. Like we got the outsourcing thing was a big disaster for us. Yeah, I agree. I don't, I don't know what their plan was. I guess the plan was like make America the educated elite class. Well, we don't need. City. We don't need like hundred pairs of of shirts, you know, or, or jeans, you know, we, you know, it's like, I have a pair of jeans that I've been wearing for 10 years. They're great. They still, they're good shape. I just got, I just bought a new pair of pants built in America, guaranteed for life. So if anything happens, I can send it back to the company and they fix them for me wow. and send it back to me. So I just got a pair of shorts for them. I'm stoked. That's yeah. the kind of stuff I like. We don't need, you know, it's funny. I was a model for a long time, modeling clothes to sell clothes and after I, I left that industry, I'm I'm kind of disgusted by it because it kind of I helped, it, you know, essentially fast fashion become more of a thing. Like people go buy more stuff. This look, is, at, look at this new outfit. You need this new thing. And it's like and it just got worse and worse and worse quality over time. It wasn't good quality right. stuff. This is, this is one of the biggest problems I have with capitalism. It's another thing. This is one of the biggest problems I have with capitalism hmm. is that it humans are incentivized to produce and consume things that lead us to horrible ends. Yep. You know, so I think I mentioned this in the show before. There's a quote by a, 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 a physicist or whatever that if humans ever meet aliens, they'll shake hands not because they overcame the nuclear bomb, but because they overcame the Xbox. Yeah. Meaning that in, in a capitalist system, humans are driven to their baser instincts and they keep buying new things. They get fat. They eat terrible food. They become sedentary and they play video games and they whack off all day. Mm -hmm. However, <laughs> just because I have a problem with the system yeah. doesn't mean I think communism, 
you know, would be the alternative. And that's what a lot, a lot of these activists think. True. They're like, we consume too much communism. I'm like, no, you will not no, be able to no. consume anything. And, and it's, it's not even about that. All of these big natural disasters, you know, like Chernobyl and stuff. No, it's ineffective. Competition yeah, yeah. works. Yeah, yeah. Competition gives, I mean, the space race, we went right. to the moon because of competition. You know, it, it does give us an, an, a reason to, you know, better ourselves. So there needs to be some kind of a balance between, you know. The solution what? is cultural. I saw the look on your face. The mm-hmm. solution to this problem is cultural. Okay. Elon Musk needs to launch a rocket to Mars mm-hmm. and inspire everybody to be like, I want to be cool. I want space stuff. Yeah. Right now, everyone's like, I want 57 of the of different shirts with different logos. This one's got a bunny on it. This one's got a giraffe on it. Yeah. And then it's just a bunch of waste product that doesn't do anything to make society better. I mean, he just launched two people into space a couple, two weeks exactly. ago. Exactly. Exactly. It was amazing. I cried a little bit watching it we, happen, man. We, we need, I teared up. It was awesome. We need an ambitious- Pri- A private company. Yeah. Right, that's right. the best part to me. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy, huh? So it's a first. And that was an investment project, right? Like, they were doing a test. What? So that was that was a test run, right? Well, no, no, no. They've tested it. That was their maiden voyage, what, what, basically. Were they were they, to, were to they paid sure. to do it? That's oh, that's yeah. my question. Yeah, yeah, like the U.S. government paid them to They're, send a payload. Yes, to, absolutely. Yeah, there the, you go. Na- they were NASA astronauts sent up. Wow, paid, paid it SpaceX. costs so much less to do it that way, though. Boom! Incredible. Yeah. Nailed it. Significantly so, less. So, yeah. what can we do for young kids growing up to have them strive to focus not on stupid consumerism, but focus on uh, projects that make awesome new things so that's one of the big challenges we have right now is it's not capitalism capitalism creates rapid competition and rapid expansive growth which it can be good it's only bad if we don't get off this planet if we can get off earth and we find better means of propulsion Mm -hmm. then we're talking about capitalism being a godsend yeah. One of the big complaints is like, we consume too much. What did, Gre- what did Greta Thunberg say? Your fairy tales of endless economic growth. Yes. Yeah, well, if we start mining asteroids and colonizing other planets, it will be endless as far as we can tell. Yeah. So let's we, get on that. Yeah, huh? I don't think she understands that we can't go back. We can't go back to, you know, everyone owning a farm and it, it being like 1500s. You know, it's like, that's not the way it is anymore. We are a technological society. We are only advancing. We have to figure out how how to make it work with our society. Dude, these people, they want to destroy the system. They want you living in a cave. Yep. Like that woman, that 18-year-old free Seattle, you know, <laughs> yeah. the, the, the woman who, who's part of the free Capitol Hill whatever. <laughs> they seize this, this seven-block radius. Right. Wants to destroy civilization. That's amazing. Okay. It's like you have no idea how comfortable you have been for your 18 years on this planet. Man, little little miss, little they, little they, they, they little they you get eaten by a wild boar in like twenty minutes. Yeah, could you imagine these people or, like, or stub your toe? Yeah, and then you're dead and you're get out. infected. <laughs> that's it. And it's like wow, it's medicines. Yeah, it's like I stubbed my toe. Oop, it's bleeding. Well, oh, I'm gonna die. I guess that's it. Guess yep. I'll die. And that is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and 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 antibiotic resistance. There's a lot of things that are threatening mm. our wonderful way of life. Yep. And we got to keep striving to to improve. I'll also point out, too, with that statement she made about endless economic growth, it's like you can have economic growth in, in, in a virtual reality. Yep, exactly. Virtual so, world. Yeah, so there's a, lot of, there's a lot of new jobs that emerge in weird ways, mm-hmm. like WoW, uh, World of Warcraft gold farming. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you did that, right? No. No, no, no. What, what did you, you, uh, 
no, no, I manipulated the market. Stock. Yeah, 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 that's right. different. That's oh, okay. playing the game. <laughs> right. But there were people whose job in China was literally to go around just grinding in a video game yeah. to generate currency so wow. that players could buy it from them. Well, back when I was playing Diablo 2, that was a thing too. They, people would set up websites where you can buy gold go buy a, an item, whatever yep. item you want, and they would meet up with you in a game and trade it to you. And yeah. it's like, there were weird jobs. It was expensive stuff too. Now I'm not a crazy. fan of I'm not a fan of that. No, like it's it's no no. I mean it's like it's fun. I don't care that it exists. Gaming is fun. Yeah, I'm just saying. Pay to win. Think about how many people are on this planet working. Right mm-hmm. in the United States, ignore the pandemic stuff. Yeah, you, you, we we had record low unemployment, but what are the humans doing? I would prefer it if all of the humans were building spaceships. However, I know that if all humans stopped their work and then started working on spaceships the entire system would collapse because you need more than spaceships to survive. Yeah, we're not automated yet. Yet. Well, that's not the issue. The issue is in order to make, you know, the the, the polymers for the ship, you need this industry, this industry, that industry. Right. And all of this different work together creates all of these different unique things. That's true. What the problem with communists is is that they're like, okay, stop production on the food and start building a nuclear power plant. And they're like, okay, and then they all starve. That, that, that's why capitalism is better. It's a decentralized system that allocates resources where they're needed when they're needed and if it can't support itself it it goes extinct yeah the big challenge though is overcoming our baser instincts which to an extent i'm fine with you want to have a sugary can of soda like i got right here you want to have a chocolate cake or whatever go for it Mm -hmm. but how do we convince more of our economic energy to go towards awesome stuff new new energies space travel can we do better so people aren't, you know, spending all of their time making 50 billion different T-shirts. Like, could you imagine how stupid it would be if there's like a T-shirt that said spin the UFO or something <laughs> on it? Or just like a picture of me saying harumph. I'm kidding, by the way. Pick up your Timcast IRL shirt in the description below. Uh, excellent I'm actually, pitch. I'm actually only half kidding. I, I do think it's like we have a bunch of stuff we don't need. Right. And within reason, it's fine. But I think... We, we need a cultural shift towards cool yes. projects like, like the space race was, yep. where little kids were looking up at the sky going, wow, yep. and then dreaming of being an astronaut working at NASA. Well, movies even... movies kind of killed that. We're, we're so spoiled. It's like, nah, cool, space, whatever. And it's like, yeah, but space, do you realize like, no, what that is out there? It's not. I don't think it's the movies. I think it's you want kids to look up to somebody. Mm-hmm. So if when, you have a little kid in front of you. And you go, wow, look at outer space. They don't know better. They're going to be like, okay, outer space, good. Yeah. If you sit around the TV, you know, cr- uh, you have, your, your mom is crying, your dad's waving a little American flag, and you're a little kid watching this, you know, this, this rocket take off. That kid is being told, this is what gets me approval. This is what I must do so that people like me. That's being replaced now by woke cancel culture nonsense, where they're like, I'll get followers if I call you a Nazi. Ugh. Yeah, so we need to get a, get off of that stuff. Yep, it's true. Move towards inspiring people to invent things and to travel and get into to, to, you know sciences. And not even not, not even that. Methodologies are important as technologies. Better ways to do things. Otherwise, we will just eat ourselves to death. Yep, wither and die. Yeah, we'll be like yeast in a bottle. You know, eventually we consume everything and then yep. nothing left. It just dies off. I'm confident though. I mean, wow, That's, I am. It's, it's nice to see that side of you. No, I'm, I'm, so look, humans have been around for a while and it's in the past, like our, our growth and technological advancement has, has been exponential. Yeah. And the more people there are, the more things we produce, the more things we can produce, the more specialties will exist. So I think certainly the U.S. right now is in serious trouble, mm-hmm. but I think humans for the most part 
are going to do crazy things. At the very least, I imagine we will probably create some kind of self-replicating AI that can you know, colonize the, the universe because that one ship can just be floating endlessly for 10,000 years, land on a planet, adequate resources, replicate, replicate, replicate. And then mm-hmm. whatever it is that we are created something that does something for some reason. I think that, that might be a little naive because what's the point of rapid self-replication? Yeah. Maybe it just seeds life. Maybe like these little vessels will just stop and then drop some organic matter and then boom, a new planet seeded with life. Maybe that's what our legacy will be. Maybe that's what we, we were, hmm. you know? Wouldn't that be crazy? Anyway. Maybe, yeah. Enough craziness. Unless you wanted to add something. Well, I, I, should. well I wanted to... I, there's, I, I could talk about space all day long. I, was, yeah. I wanted to bring up one article, but I'd, rather, talk- I'd rather bring up a bunch... I couldn't. I couldn't bring it up because you got to do the uh, your your little trick. Oh, it's because 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 of this this thing. You did I get it? it? Did you get it? I think I got it. I'm just gonna here go click to this article. So I, I'm just gonna read a little bit here. This is an article about um, basically private um, space companies, SpaceX, Blue Origin, Virgin Galactic. Um, but there's one thing in here that I really love, and here we go. It's um, it, it's basically them talking about when they go into space and, and there's an effect that happens. It's called the overview effect. And I'll, I'll read it here. It says, you see something, something fundamental changes in you forever. Once you've seen the planet in its natural habitat of space, it's called the overview effect, a term coined by Frank White in uh, 1987. This is a permanent cognitive shift in awareness experienced by astronauts. You don't see national uh, boundaries from orbit. You don't see others or races. You see humanity as a whole. You see us. You see a living, breathing, fragile orb filled with a variety of total, uh, totally interdependent um, living creatures. And you see each as unique, fragile, and precious. You can't unknow it. You can't unfeel it. Now, there's something so special about that. I, I, I love it. You know, I, I don't know what that feels like to be floating above Earth looking down but I can understand it. And I, I mean, I've, I love space, everything. You know, if you follow me on Twitter, you, you know, half of my tweets are just space-related stuff. And there's something about this that I, I love. I, I want more people to feel that way, you know, to, to get that kind of a feeling. And we, we need it. We need that overview effect. People, it's, it's kind of maybe empathy a little bit for others, you know, in the same, same kind of vibe. I think that effect could actually be dangerous. Really? Yeah. Oh. How so? Take someone who's got communist type leanings. Okay. And they're not politically active. Mm-hmm. They just think, man, wouldn't it be like, wouldn't it just make sense to put homeless people in houses? Like that's so dumb. Now take them up to space and look down on the planet. Now they have this feeling where they're like, this is, you know, this 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 feeling they have could potentially activate them into a. The point I'm trying to say is, there are a lot of people who might be really really dumb. Okay. who get inspired by that feeling, seeing the earth as one, and then involving themselves in matters they should not be involved in. Okay. They lack the ability, the skill, the intelligence, the understanding. And then they see this and they're like, we, all are, we, we are all one. We must you know, protect the planet. It's so precious and, and connected. And then they become you know, some kind of weird lefty SJW e- cultist. or something. Yeah, yeah, something like that too. Yeah, yeah. I see it. I, you know, I understand. It's crazy though, man. We, 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 it, it, it really is true. We are... People don't realize we are not freely independent creatures just walking around doing our thing. Yeah. It's fascinating to me. I was reading about the discovery of air. Do you, did, did, has that ever occurred to you, like, that people had to discover air? Because to that, a, that air exists yeah. around us? Because to a human, there, you can't see anything. Right. And you can only kind of feel wind. 
And before they understood that there was actually something with mass here, like we're in an atmosphere. Right. To them, it was like there was just nothing there. And so I was reading about how it got discovered. And it was because they had these uh, um, these like brass balls with holes in them and a tube that would come out. And you'd put your thumb, you, you, you dip it in water, put your thumb over the end and pull it out and the water stays. And then you put it over your head to shower, right? Okay. So this one dude was like, let me put my finger, my thumb over the hole and then put it in and see if the water fills up. Sure enough, it didn't. And he was like, there must be something in there blocking the water. And that's when they realized like air is this tangible thing. That's cool. So it's like, the reason I bring that up is people often don't think about, we are, we are swimming in an atmosphere. It's just gaseous. It's like, it could be water. It could be any other medium, but we are in this like big, like puddle basically. Yeah. The air we breathe comes from trees, algae, and all these other things. Without them, we die. We don't get our food. We really are connected to everything in this ecosystem. Yep, we are. What's really cool about being smart is that we created suits that allow us to leave this and, you know, go into other places and stuff. It would be really cool if we could make a biodome in a ship. Actually, I was just watching that man- movie, uh, Pandorum. You ever see that one? Yeah. So it's basically... That's, I, I, that's the one that was... Yeah, it was just on. In there. Looked pretty bad, actually. You didn't like it? I, I mean... I, I walked through the room. I... I I'm judging on two it, seconds, so. It was a little silly, but I like the concept. It's basically that they created an arc. Okay. It's funny. It was like, it's kind of what I, what I was talking about, that theory of like humans sending out an arc. Mm-hmm. So Earth is overpopulated. Resources are strained. They create a giant vessel with 60,000 people, and it's supposed to go off and then colonize a new planet. It's a 123-year journey, so they get put into hypersleep stasis. Okay. And then I'm not going to spoil the movie. I mean, it's a really, really old movie. But basically, like, they wake up and, like, everything's in chaos. But it's just what uh, a surprise. Right, 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 right. I right. know. It's, 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 it's stupid. But uh, I, I like the idea that we could do this. And I wonder, should we just do it right now? Like, Elon Musk wants to go to Mars. Why don't we make, like, a biodome with, you know, a bunch of people and have them just, like, go off and do their thing? Well, I've been to the biodome. It really, what, what are you? Something's out there. Probably, it, it's, I it's, bet it's a bunny. I know it is. No, someone's shining a light. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Ooh, Miami mysterious. all over again. No. Yeah, I want to know who's out there we shining a light in our yard. We know what to do now. Oh, it's like the neighbor or something? No, someone in the yard with a flashlight. Oh. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Weird. We should, yeah. Go, we should go check it out. No, I'm not worried about it. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Wait. Yeah, totally so. derailed. That's all right. Biodome. There let's we go, go. Let's go to Super Chats. Right. Let's go to Super Chats. Super, Super Chats. What up, everybody? So if you haven't already, make sure you smash the like button. Smash it. Otherwise... We will think you don't like us. <laughs> no, I need that. Liking, uh, liking really does help, apparently, because uh, it, it really does. Uh, so a lot of people don't know this. There's like some rumors and myths about how liking and disliking works. And they think that it doesn't matter. It really does. And Didn't you, they claim that it doesn't work? It doesn't doesn't YouTube? affect. YouTube yeah. said it doesn't. No, no, it doesn't make a difference. Totally, I don't, it totally I, no, does. I don't think so. I think they've like said almost nothing about it. But. You can really see that when people dislike, how it negatively impacts analytics. Like, really, like, YouTube will just can your video. So, like, when you see people dislike videos in Brigade, they're really shutting it down. And when you thumbs up, YouTube promotes it and shows it to more people. Okay. It really really does. Yeah. So, like and share. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, so let's uh, let's read. Grim Soul Banisher says, man, this is a busy week. My anniversary, my daughter's birthday, and then my birthday. Sending some love your way. Spin the UFO. Ooh, congrats. I will spin it. I'm going to spin it. This was this was how was how was this made at seven fifty three? That's like they, yeah, you drop it in early. 
That's amazing. That's crazy. Matthew Hammond says, some people want Tim for president. I want Tim for CEO of CNN with the ability to hire and fire yes, anyone he wants. I, I, so wouldn't, cool. I would not take the job. No? But that would be no so way. cool, though. Now, maybe there will come a point where, like, in 10 years, You're this the becomes, hero that they need, though. This becomes a big company, and we've got a lot of employees. But, Good uh, point. I'm not going to take anyone else's project and deal with their, their Yeah, their just BS. come get your news from us. Gregory says, hey, guys, if you could meet anyone alive or dead, real or fiction, who would it be? I am just glad Stephen Hawking checked out before he could see what happened to us. First person that pops in my head is Tesla. I'd, I'd like to meet Tesla and just yeah. hear some of his ideas that he never and, and got And demand off the ground. where the death ray is. Be like, look at what we got now. So cool. And uh, what should I do? What about you? Me? Who do you want to meet? I have already say, stated that I would want to meet Marcus Aurelius. Oh. Because he was a stoic. Because I would like to figure out why we're having all these problems on Earth and why we can't get into space and why we're all caught up choking each other to death down here you know i don't think i have a really good answer because i've never really thought about it but i really would be interested in having thomas jefferson sit down and like read some of these articles and then like, get his thoughts on things like did, yeah. did you think this is where we would be mm -hmm. you know first of all he'd be like what is this floating device what is this what is this it's like once you get over <laughs> all the shock of technology it's like how do you feel about these people um you know, see, see what he has to say in terms of being one of the people who actually drafted this, you know, country, created yeah. it. Yeah. Good Where answer. we are now. Yeah. I don't really, really, I think it's kind of an obvious answer, but uh, yeah, yeah, I like it. Let's read some more. I approve. Deplorable pirate Captain Gunbeard says $900,000 in counterfeit bills from China was seized in Minnesota mm -hmm. back in January of this year. Yeah. Whoa. Wow. What a surprise. No Control says Seattle has a Hamsterdam. Oh, is that is that is that something in Amsterdam or whatever? Hamsterdam. I, I don't know. Like Christiania. Look this up. No, I don't think so. Professor I've been to Amsterdam. Professor Roman Dev says, "Remember when Reddit quarantined the Donald for threats against police, and we had to create the Donald dot win? Uh huh. That was the reason. If a single leftist sub gets banned, I'll eat my MAGA hat." Jack Dorsey himself retweeted a video of a woman calling for a glorifying violence, saying, "If she she said if they burned it all down, it wouldn't be enough." So, so F your building, F your target, F your McDonald's, whatever. Whoa. So that's not glorifying violence, but Trump saying like, hey, watch out, you know, don't loot. You might get shot. Yeah, that's glor. The, the, it is so palpable what they're doing. Yeah, it's ridiculous, man. Enlightened Worm says new favorite shirt arrived during the show. Tim, you look like such a sir on the harumph. I say shirt. I know, Very classy. Right? I love it. Looking to leave San Diego soon. Home sweet Louisiana. Also, Nguyen is pronounced Guin. I've been told it's pronounced like three different ways, like Win, Nguyen, Nguyen. So what can I say? <laughs> Michael Bowley says, did you get an email yet? I'm totally locked from tweeting anyone after trying to tweet Adam. Whoa. You Weird. got locked for trying to tweet me? Oh, we got to make that email. I forgot to do it. Oh, I mentioned yeah, that today. Yeah, we do. That's okay, good. Okay, I'm yeah. going to do that tomorrow. Well, yeah, but whoa, bad. that's, we'll that's uh, really interesting. What? You were tweeting that's at really me weird. and got blocked? I'm not surprised. Wow. We were just talking about Twitter playing silly games. Mm -hmm. <laughs> of course. Evan S. says, Tim, please look at Bishop Vigano's letter to Trump. Also watch Taylor Marshall's video breaking it down. Vivet Jesus. Flood says, dude, give this to Adam. He's fire. Thank That's you. Right, Adam. You are fire. Yo. Spicy hot. <laughs> Final Light says, spin the UFO and turn the frickin' frog's floorbo. <laughs> yes. Well, I can spin the UFO. But don't know about that. Turn the frog's floorbo. <laughs> <laughs> turn in the frickin' frog's gay. What was it? Wait. You know, and Chet Chisholm says, Adam, the old dude has a basilar skull fracture. Watch the vid I posted. 
Mm, and you can okay. see that he hit his head and near the inside of his skull crack open. Ooh. Really? Wow, yeah. So, so, so for the record, I wasn't saying that I believed one way or the other. All right? I, I had a tweet just because the president tweeted about it, you know, so now now there's this whole, it's it's going around Europe, you know, there's this, uh, I don't know if you noticed the, the pictures that I posted where in, there was a German slogan and that, that basically said, the left will go will trick people at with no end essentially like they there's no lo- they can't stoop any lower and to to do tricks like this so i was like wow like this is people are really like flipping out over this you know they're, they're splitting us up even more you know is it real is it fake so i don't know if it's real or fake you know a lot of people were talking who do you think you think it's I real i just cracked the case i solved the mystery and it was thanks to that person asking about a bacillar skull fracture because one of the symptoms of a bacillar skull fracture is fluid leaking from the nose or ear bleeding so from the ear consistent with what happened to this guy yeah. the base of the skull and the ear bleeding right. so, so what do you what, so what are you saying it is not blood in a mask and a mask on the back of the head oh yeah, yeah that, they were, that's I, what they people were saying keep sending me this picture and i'm like no i think the dude was uh shysty. Yeah. yeah, sure. We've, Fine, seen, we've seen video of him, you know, being a little little grubber instigator. Yeah, but people, people were saying he was trying to give the helmet back. No, that was his helmet. That was his helmet, yeah, right? Yeah. You know, Should it's have like kept it on. Th- he shouldn't have been there. I, I don't know. It's like I don't think it was a false flag. Like he walked up right. and went, "Oh, heavens!" and then fell down. Yeah. I think he walked up and they were like, "Move, move!" and they gave him a light push, and he's an old man and he fell down. Yeah, and you know, my my issue with the whole situation is. You've you've got to have police who are conscious of the individual, mm. not just treating everyone the exact same. They, move, that's move. true. They do that. Yeah, if there's a journalist, and it, it, this is mind blowing to me, you see an obvious news crew. There's, I, I don't get why some jurisdictions they don't do this. Some do. You'll, so when I was in D.C. and they arrested everybody, they they mass arrested the whole group, surrounded yeah. us. I called the lieutenant, explained who I was. He said, "No one's getting out. You're all under arrest." And I was like, "Just letting you know who I am." He's like, "All right." Eventually, he came out and pulled all the journalists out. I'm like, clearly we're not here to break windows and, and cause trouble. You let us out, we're going to walk and, and to do what you ask us to do. Yeah. So there's no point in arresting us and wasting your time and our time. But some cops don't care. And they'll literally just grab you and be like, we're arresting you. It's like, why are you going to waste your time? Just you, you, you could, you, Some journalists, man, I'll tell you what. When, when we were surrounded in D.C., they officially said we were arrested. The first thing I did was I, I, I asked for the supervisor. And uh, they were like, yeah, they called it. They, they said, hey, can we get Lieutenant over here? The guy walks over. I think his name was Lieutenant Washington. He was a cool dude. And I said, I just want to let you know I'm, I'm a journalist. And he was like, well, I can't let you out. Everyone's being arrested. And I was like, I'm, I'm not here to argue. Just, just want to let you know. And he's like, all right. Some other journalists did the same thing. Eventually, he came back and he said, he started looking at everybody, pointing them out. And then he pulled us out. We showed him our IDs. Do you know why some of the other journalists got arrested? How come? And, and, they, and, they, and they complained about it. And they were like, I need legal representation. This is tyranny. I have video of some of these journalists screaming at the top of their lungs with spit flying out of their mouths into the faces of these cops, like within inches of their face. I'm a journalist, you mother effer. You can't do this to me. Don't you know? And so the cops are like, shut up. <laughs> You're not getting out. Nice try. Yeah. And I'm sitting in the back just like, minding my own business, you know, mm-hmm. doing my thing. And I got let out. That was it. Got out of the, it was covered in, in, in pepper spray though. Let's see. Keith Rogers says, I missed last night. I had to catch it this morning. When you spoke of Bernie Sanders' left black eye, I recall John Kerry, General Mattis, and others with the same black left eye with stitches. All had it and switched position. Very strange. Hmm. Samuel Williams says, truck driver, uh, truck driver, Florida, 600 miles a day, unofficial poll, thousands of Trump sticker signs, one single Biden, either little support or no enthusiasm. Yeah, maybe just anti-Trump though. Long Dong John says, 
How would a non-police citizen militia handle a 9-11 situation? Uh, run around waving their arms in the air? I don't know, man. Just like, just panicked? This yeah. no police thing doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Nothing makes sense in the end. Max Come Ball on. says, can we talk about a true hero during these times? That dude that saved the RX-7 FD from being flooded. What was that about? Did you see that? No. No. From being flooded where? I don't, I don't know. know. All right. Let's see. Jay Renegade, thanks for coming to member. King Canuck Thank says, you. send a super early, never be timely, but send a super late, never get read. What was the event that was allowed to reopen after calling themselves a protest? You guys are the best. Spin that UFO. Ace Speedway. And now they got shut down, right? Yeah. The, so, and it's actually an interesting story. I'll speed this in a second. Um, spin it in a second. So Ace Speedway, uh, I, I, we, we did this story yesterday. So today... The governor was calling the sheriff to go shut a speedway down and the sheriff was like no i'm, I'm not gonna do that i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do that sorry so the governor was like well i'm brah, harumph he, there was a, it was a true harumph moment and now now they the the governor came down and shut it down for an imminent threat to society mm-hmm. but the protests are okay yeah they're fine wow all right so spin UFO it time mike Okay, says, mom. <laughs> H, uh, a channel USA Love is stealing your video on YouTube. Yeah, well, you know, a ton of them do that. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> I did see that. It's so bad. What is it? It's just someone just cuts out your box and wears a face mask and just is doing. What the heck? Like, oh, really? But re- it's me talking. But it's your voice. <laughs> oh, so you can't see their mouth not yeah, moving. There's like seven views. Oh, my God. It's whatever. Don't worry. Yeah, it's. Is whatever. That People know who you are. TL it. says, imagine the white privilege of being able to take over several Seattle blocks with no repercussions. Any other gang would have APCs knocking d- those barriers down. This is a 2020 Waco waiting to happen. Yikes, man. Maybe, yeah. Jeremiah says, anyone want to sub in for doing timestamps tomorrow? If you do, reply in my timestamp comment tonight. I will give the template. Tomorrow is the only night this week I can't do my normal thing. Well, thank you for doing that, though. Yeah, I do I, see you, really you popping those out there. It's cool. One says, Pennsylvania Senate just passed a bill to end the lockdown 3119. Now to the PA House. Woo woo. Awesome. Yes. Yeah, nice. New Jersey New Jersey lifted it, right? Today. We, yeah, we lifted it. But today. that was the stay home. Is that the businesses too? I don't know. I need to check it out. I want to go out First and get a thing, burrito. I heard yes. it and I went right bowling. to the bowling alley. Yep. We were like, it was food. Still, still closed. Still closed. Yeah. So I think it's just businesses. Yeah. I was bummed. Yeah. I think we got to. I would have go, been by myself. Just yes. We got to go to a nice <laughs> diner and sit down. Go to and a I, movie. I, 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 want, I want a man to walk up with a with a nice suit on and a cloth <laughs> on his arm and to take a fancy bottle of water over his arm and pour it into my glass and I'll just be like it has been months so please fancy. sir fancy water please <laughs> that's what he wants Nunya Biz says some websites and hashtags for you to cover eight can't wait eight abolition the latter of which promoting such anti such anti-police measures as making sex work legal and granting government housing many users are antifa adjacent let's see the Killer Clown says, when you decide to leave NJ, consider central Wisconsin. Sure, it's cold, but there's a lot of room. Also, what's your take on the I'll beat Joe Biden gaffe? Oh, is, oh he, he said B. He didn't say B. Yeah, yeah. He said B. Because he was talking about his record. He, yeah. there, there were like some people said, you're not going to do a good job. And he goes, you know, you've done these things in the past. And he goes, look, I got a 40 year record. And you can assure that, you know, when I take it in, I'm going to be Joe Biden. Yep. And everyone said B. When I first covered the story, yeah. I said B. I didn't even know there was a controversy over him saying beat. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Because I didn't, he- I didn't hear it. I was like, that makes sense. He's going to. It did make sense. Yeah. Uh, funny enough, 
one of the few times he actually, <laughs> he made, actually sense. made sense. Everybody else freaked out. Right, right. <laughs> I was like, wait, wait, he actually made sense. Come on. Give him a break. That's pretty yeah. funny. <laughs> Here's an interesting one. St. Grizzly says, Tim, don't you think all the leftist voters leaving the cities like San Francisco and NYC are going to change the electoral college votes purple in the flyover states? Trump could be the last Republican president. That's a very, very good point. Maybe it's all part of the secret plan. Drive the blue people into the red areas so that Trump loses the, the electoral college. Yeah, but However, I feel like a lot of people are, t- no. are turning red. No, no, they're do- this, this year they're doing absentee ballots. Mail-in voting means they're going to be voting in that same blue district. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's too close to the election. To, I don't think you can change your, your, your uh, location that soon. Yeah. Like you need like 17 months or something. I think I, I actually have to go back to Arizona to vote. Because I'm and registered to vote right. there. Because so. you can't change that. No, I can't. So it, I'll, I'll you, have to fly you, out there. You can't right now. You can after, I think. Mm. Or if you did, it wouldn't take effect until later or whatever. Okay, yeah. So it may change things in the future. But I think, look, man, what just happened with all these liberals rushing out to buy guns with a milk toast fence sitter jumping off the fence to go and grab a SIG M400. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting on that fence and Crowder's like, hey, buddy, pulls out his cigar, come and get it. And I'm like, <laughs> jumped right off and ran up to him. I'm like, thank you, sir. I haven't gotten it yet. We'll do it. We'll, you know, we'll do a video or whatever, an unboxing when it comes. He's, I'm going to get a, I want to do a photo op of him sitting on the fence. Friend, fence Korean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fence Korean. <laughs> so, so listen, if, if, look, I think moderates got pushed hard right, like on 2A, specifically being like, we are all about this. Liberals yeah. are now like, I should reconsider my position. Yeah. So even if even if these people are moving, they're now going to be surrounded by people who are going to influence them. Yeah. These are people who had a bunch of friends in the city and they're in their bubble. Now they're going to be surrounded by a bunch of what? Religious conservative types or moderate conservative types. Yeah. Their opinions will change. They're going to be sitting down we'll at a see. restaurant and someone's going to be like, well, you know, Trump's a racist. And someone's going to be like, well, what do you mean? Like, but how? Yeah. And they'll go, oh, I, I don't know. I and just, that's it. I was just told that. Yeah. When they're not surrounded by their, you know, remember, remember, <laughs> very, very remember in Rick and Morty when all the Jerry's come out of that machine and they're all shaking each other's hands? No, you, you I, I don't scene? remember that you one. You know that no. one, right? Yeah. They're all like shaking, giving yeah, each other so, high fives. Yeah, yeah. A bunch of Jerry's are being replicated for whatever reason. And they all walk out like, Ugh, shaking each other's hands and like, just like proud of each other. Yeah. Not actually doing anything. Okay. When you're in the city, that's it. So you walk up to your friends and you go, hey guys, Trump, am I right? And they all laugh and high five you. Yeah. At the same time though, the internet still exists. A lot yep. of these people don't go out and socialize this, the internet. It's I the hear, same, I, same I hear thing. you, but listen, man, some of these people who have fled San Fran and New York, they're going to find themselves sitting in a diner and there's going to be a server and yeah. the server's going to be wearing a MAGA hat. And what are they going to do? Server's going to be wearing a MAGA shirt. Mm-hmm. Are they going to go, oh, oh no, this is, this is like Nazi Germany all over again waiters with shirts that looks awfully familiar like a that video woman, i watched today that, i don't know if you guys saw that video of the woman yeah. being like i got a letter a custom I, custom trump hat yeah. oh, no. it's, it's army fatigue a custom trump hat yeah oh, she said it sounds she's like i don't know if you know this but hitler made the jews wear stars and this feels like the opposite of that like the op- uh, okay. opposite of that. Sounds great. People choose to wear hats. <laughs> that happens every day, lady. Yeah. Is, this got to be a fake video, like a joke, right? I she don't gotta know. Be ga- no, she, I, she, I've seen other videos now uh, uh, showing up because Cassandra was, was basically doing this. Cassandra Fairbanks, I don't know if you guys follow her, but <laughs> she, uh, she posted another one. She's like, yeah, she, this is, seems to be legit. And it was this girl talking about like, look, I did this video. I don't have that many followers, but this one's doing really well. So I want to just make sure everyone knows, like, I'm totally serious. Like, 
Like, I really want to know this stuff. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, stop. You should have just left it at the one video. Uh, well. All right, let's see what we got here. Isaac and Bereka says, Aesop's fable, the frogs who desired a king. When you desire to change your condition, make sure that you can really improve it. I will. Here we go. Gold gives us the breakdown. Gen X is 65 to 79. Millennials are 80 to 99. Gen Z is 2000 to 15. And Alpha is 2015 to 2030. Hmm. Why are you shaking your head? Because uh, I think that it's 20 years. It's supposed to be every 20 years, which kind of goes along with what you're saying about the, the theory that they developed. That's why. I don't oh, think they thought it was 20, not 15. I'm hmm. not sure. I know there's a lot of conversation about it, though. So DN says, what happens when the utilities get turned off in the free zone because they stopped paying the bills? Hmm. We're going to find out. Then they're going to complain that, it's a, that they're being genocided by the regime. And they're going to be like, they're going to they're yeah. call for the UN to aid them. <laughs> Renee says, the greatest generation, end of World War II, baby boomers, due to the end of the war, early 60s, then Gen X, late 60s to 80s, millennials, 80s to early 2000s. Gen Z, early 2000 to present. Thanks again. Appreciate it. Word. Stacey, thanks for the super chat. And Aaron, thanks for joining. Thank you. Rye CH says, Tim, I got a nine millimeter pistol yesterday from a private sale. Mm-hmm. And all I had to do was show my state ID, sign a bill of sale. And I walked away with my gun. No essay, nothing. You need to get out of New Jersey. Yes. It's the plan. And, a, yeah. and I guess there's, there's like a, uh, what's it called? Bearing Arms website? Bearingarms.com or whatever. Mm-hmm. They wrote an article about you. They wrote an article about they me sure and they hit the nail on the head. Uh, they, they, basically, they basically wrote about what I was talking to Crowder about, and I explained that was difficult, and mm-hmm. they gave me the runaround. And they wrote that on the website, they believe it is needlessly circuitous to make it very difficult for people to actually do it. Yeah. They can't ban the gun outright, but they can make it right. so difficult, people just give up. Yeah. And I did give up that's several times, did, confused. Yeah. So that's, I, I, I didn't say that, but that's literally how I felt. Every time they gave me different instructions that made no sense, I was like, they're, they're sending me through hoops on purpose so I don't do this. Yep. But they can't legally stop me. So we'll see how that plays out. Big Ben Howard says, I am a Democrat candidate for state rep. Act Blue is an activist organization that's basically a super PAC that funds and organizes Democratic campaigns. They're giving me and my team training. It's super lefty. Oh, interesting. Thank you. Student of History says, Tim, the new plantation is the cities. Poor people with their food, housing, healthcare are all handled by the state. Meanwhile, weapons are restricted, police brutality issues, and over-imprisonment uh, of blacks. Yep. Dude, man. This, 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 so we were talking about the other day. Cities, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, dude. You have no excuse to complain about Republicans if, you, if everything you complain about is rooted in cultural issues Democrats have wrought. Democrats. Democratic cities. These people live in New York, mm-hmm. and they go, <laughs> Trump and the Republicans. And it's like, uh, Trump's been president for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. You're in a city, in a state, with congressmen, with governors, all Democrat, always Democrat, and all the problems you complain about all the time, racism and police brutality and stop and frisk, that's your politicians. That's yep. Democrats, dude. Yep. Go to a Republican city. Are they doing this stuff? I don't I, know. I don't know. I don't know. You don't hear about sure. it. You don't, you don't, Republicans aren't complaining about it. That's also true. I don't hear about it. Then it's funny that I hear this, this line a lot, especially with Black Lives Matter. So uh, I think the dude's name is Andrew Schultz. Is that his name? The comedian? I'm not sure. What He's hilarious. About. He's amazing. Um, he, had, he had a really great video today. And it was, I, I would give it like a, I'd give it a minus. I'd give it a minus because it's really pretty, good. That's high marks though. It is high marks. It's really good. It's really funny. I think he's very thoughtful. I think he's a very smart guy. But he does play that line where he's like, he's like, I don't fear that I'm going to get killed by a cop uh. when I encounter them. And he's like, and, and that's the thing that you got to understand that there's a fundamental difference in how uh, police, commu- uh, police engage with black communities. And I'm like, 
I appreciate it, dude. But that is coming from somebody probably who is rich. Because I grew up on the south side of Chicago. Okay. That's not how it works. Like, yeah, we were worried every time we saw a cop. Okay. You were driving in your car. You got worried. Doesn't matter what your race was, you know. So I forgot exactly what the what, what the point I was gonna you know go off on that was. Oh yeah, yeah, the cities, right? So you have people saying that white people don't fear for this feel uh, fear this way that the uh, black people do, and it's because of race. No, it's because most white people uh, in, in this country that are voting conservative are in rural areas with small police departments. Mm-hmm. That's why they don't fear. But if you're if you're white. If you're mixed Latino or black and you're up on the south side of Chicago, yeah, you're worried. Like I mentioned before, they would tell us to call the fire department. If somebody was threatening your life, you need the police. But for any like low level stuff, they would say call in a fire because the fire department will show up and it'll, 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 you know, deal with whatever the problem is in a non-threatening way. So it's easy. It's easy for people who aren't from cities to be like, this is why white people don't fear this. It's like, nah, man, you, you don't, you don't get it, man. Go live in a poor area. You, sure. If you live in the upper West side of Manhattan, you're not worried. They're not, they're not going to beat you down because you're rich. Heavy, heavy arms guy says the way BLM operates reminds me of the Nazi party. They create a villain, slowly gain political, cultural power. Eventually they take over and displace common Americans. Scary times. Now, I, I want to make a point, and I'll make it clear, I'm not trying to compare the two uh, in, in terms of what their ideologies are. But I see so many people blindly just posting these memes and, and stuff, and I'm uh, like... Posting anything. And, and so when, when you ask questions about why the Germans were so willing to just follow Hitler, hmm. it's the same reason people are mindlessly watching any kind of major event or American Idol or sporting events. It's just because people will do whatever is popular what society says. So when I see all the people I know posting the black squares on Instagram, I'm like, bro, you have no idea what you're talking about. You just saw someone else did it, so you did it. Mm-hmm. And it gets dangerous when you, when, you, when, you, when you make it about political ideology. Now you got that video from Bethesda, Maryland, where they're all sitting there going like, I will love my neighbor. Yes, I will. And it's like, bro, that's, that's, that's like cult indoctrination stuff. Yeah. So you, now you have people blindly just following this because everyone told them to do it. They think it's popular. Mm-hmm. I don't care, man. I'm not joining your cult. If everybody goes nuts, I got no problem going off in the middle of the woods. You guys have your thing. I'm going I'm to get a dog and go fishing and mind my own business. Don't tread on me. Ray Johnson says the Dems taking over Black Lives Matter is the equivalent of the Republicans hijacking the Tea Party movement. Politicians will always adopt a cause if it can be made to serve them. Yeah, I completely like agree, a- man. Mm-hmm. I, I completely agree. Owl Aquatic says when unconditional loyalty to a brotherhood takes precedent over integrity and service to the community... You have ceased to be a peace officer and instead become a criminal gang member. Spin UFO. Okay. Oh, I'm fighting off a sneeze. I'll spin it. Perry Does Mapping says, I'm here to tell you that the furry fandom is divided like it is out in the real world. Antifa, pedos, etc. are driving people out. I've seen my fellow conservative furry friends get attacked. It's sad. Yeah, well, there you go. Bassmaster says, Internet historian has a good video documenting what happened at a furry convention worth checking out. Someone sent it to me and I watched yeah, it. Yeah, ugh. But is that is that a smear campaign against furries? Highlighting the I worst? I like worst? that word smear in the context of furries. Smear. Wolf from the Block says, you should check out Internet historian, the best historian. Not alt-right or crazy lefty because of my anime profile pic. Love your show, guys. Appreciate it. Mark Robertshaw says, my best friend is a mental health counselor. He goes to furry conventions to get clients and it works and it works. So many of these people have untreated mental health issues. That's the problem these days. Wow. Wow, man. Shun says they were an uh, they were an open welcoming community and they got infiltrated by these zealots. 
The community was not like this 10 years ago. The mindset became an infestation brainwashing people and all the derangement is palpable. Bummer, man. Mr. Obi-Wan says, my theory is that these people haven't actually experienced the harshness of nature. For example, during the winter in interior Alaska, it's literally uh, Alaska is literally trying to kill you because it's minus 45 degrees. But things still have to get done outside. Keep it the good work. I would love to go to interior Alaska in the middle of, of winter. Just like spend some time. That'd be great. I've been to Alaska. It's beautiful. You've been there in uh, where, it was the you middle go? of the summer. Wh- which part of uh, uh, I, I flew in Anchorage and then uh, stayed in a little town called Gerd. Girdwood, Gird, Girdwood, yeah, I believe. And, uh, that, that's uh, that's little ski town. I'll tell you what, that's my plan. When 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 the whole country becomes lefty, lefty identitarian weirdos, okay, I'm just gonna go, go up to Alaska, man. All right. What's 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 that town? It's is it wild out Wheeling, there, man. Maybe Barrow. I don't Bar- know. Barrow is is farthest west, I think. I like watching those uh, living in living in the Alaskan wild shows. Yeah, I love that stuff. Alaska looks awesome, dude. Alan Lau says Canada has gone insane. Black Lives Matter doesn't care about racial justice and, so, uh, and socialism blows. Parents often told to go back to China. Surprise, not by white, folk, uh, white folks. Mom is Taiwanese and dad ran from China after the commies ended his dad. Wow. Yikes, bummer, man. Yeah. Megan, thanks for joining. Thank you. Samuel Farmer says, where is the Occupy Wall Street farm? And do you know if it is still available to be used? I grew up on a farm, hated it, but now I kind of miss it. For all opportunity, a blank slate offers. This was nine years ago. Yeah. So I have no idea what happened No with idea. Yeah. Jake says, you folks forget that debt forgiveness is also taxed as income. That is another issue for sure. Hmm. Let's see. Sunlit, Bogdan, EC, Morgan, and Yurik. Thanks for becoming members. Thank you all. Awesome. Thank you. CRISPR says, what do you honestly think will happen to the cities that are dismantling their police departments? I worry about cities hiring privatized police or mercenary companies to fill the void. What was that video you just showed me about Chicago? Oh, man. Shit, it's like a crazy shootout, man. And, and Chicago is crazy right now. So there, there's a video. I don't know. I, I don't. I, Adam showed. I don't. I couldn't. I couldn't find a date on it. And it's just a uh, shootout in Chicago, supposedly recently. Yeah, yeah. And it's just. It sounds like the Fourth of July, man. But it's not. Like they're, no, they're definitely no, rifles. Are, yeah, dude. Those are, that's not even handguns. Not handguns. No, no, no. Those are. Those and are people loud are pops. like, "What's going on? You're bang, 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 bang." Cops are shooting back. It's just crazy. St. Louis, there was a it's major insane, shootout. Insane, man. So I'll tell you what's going to happen when they get rid of their police departments. It's going to be a purge. Yep. Like I was reading, what was it, Murray Hill riots? I love it. The taxi company went and burned down the limousine company. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not about justice in any way. That's just like settling scores, man. Wild West. Yeah, it's like, you're competing with me. I'll take you down. Levi Williams says, every time Lydia says, woo, so does my heart. <laughs> LOL. Also, what do you think about holding police to the same standard as the military? Illegal to unionize, extra duty, pay forfeitures, subject to UCMJ. No, I, I, the police need to be closer to the community, not subject to, I, I don't know, there's maybe an overlap there, but I, I don't know enough about how that would work with you, uh, UCMJ anyway yeah. to, to make, you know, have an opinion, a strong one at least. AW and Calvin, thanks for becoming a member. Thank you both. Joseph says, outside official state functions, presidential families have to pay for their own meals. Interesting. Hmm. Mike Onega says, I am a history major and I want to be a teacher. I have complained about bias and nothing happened. I think the only way to win is to debate them and win while others watch. I, I don't agree, man, because hmm. they don't debate. As soon as you start talking, yep. they start chanting. Yeah, they just they just call you names. Or just waiting for you to finish talking so they can shove whatever ideas they have down your throat. Yep. Bobby G says, "Dear millennials, investigate college admins, not Trump admin. Harass college admin staff, not Trump admin staff. The ones who taught you and gave you lifelong debt without a job is your enemy, not Trump." 
Caleb Field says, our biggest advantage over China currently is our naval force. China's cyber advantage is our biggest threat from them. And that is a serious, serious, serious threat, man. That's very true. Mr. Paul, you know, you know what I find fascinating? What? There was supposedly an airstrike headed towards, I think this was Iran. I'm not entirely, maybe, I think it was Iran. Trump said he turned it around. And he thought, oh, yeah, I he said that. something like, you know, it would, have, it would have killed 150 Iranians. And we didn't think the, the retaliation was, you know, fair or equal or whatever. So okay. Trump canceled the strike. However, a uh, refinery of some sort in Philadelphia exploded just before the strike got called off. Hmm. Now, that could just be me connecting the dots where they don't need to be connected. But I don't what know. kind of refinery? What do you mean? I don't, I don't remember exactly what it was, like an oil plant or chemical plant of some sort blew okay. up. And there are ways to blow up industrial facilities from anywhere in the world. Because I used to go to uh, Black Hat and DEF CON, the hacker conventions. Okay. And I actually, I actually had someone give me a demonstration of a remote detonation of a, a, of a chemical facility. They said what they could do is they could cause Dang. two pumps to flow in the same direction, overloading and then causing a pipe burst, right. which, depending on the chemical substance, would detonate. So I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying I, f- I found it interesting. And wow. I had a bunch of security experts and, like, you know, conflict journalists tell me, no, 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 nothing like that, nothing like that. But I'm like, isn't it at least possible? That we will see some of our water plant, our water pump facilities, our electrical grid or something be attacked, you know, if we enter a real conflict, you know, isn't that possible? And if we are sending an airstrike in, wouldn't they try and go after us in some way? Yep. Apparently, like when we did that elephant walk in Guam, mm-hmm. we had to, we had to actually pull all of our planes out because China has a weapon that could just wipe out Guam and take out all the planes at once. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah. So we were like, okay, back off. I heard they were just decommissioning them. Those, oh, was that those it? planes? Yeah. Mm. So it was kind of like their final. Huzzah. Yeah. Here we go. Elgonzo says, Tim, I think you're underestimating how inefficient the government budget is. Perhaps. But didn't we lose like some trillions of dollars just before 9-11? We did. Yeah. What was that? Like two trillion. I don't know what that amount was. And I I just heard about that when we were looking at whatever Zeitgeist or whatever that movie was. Yeah. Yeah. Supposedly the the room that it that was handling the investigation. Oh, yeah. Is the exact place (laughs) that got hit. Yeah. Weird. But, but it's funny enough, though. Space Force, this the the new show on on uh, on Netflix, is basically just the Space Force running amok, spending money. And I actually have a friend of mine who is in the Navy. He's down in Nor- Norfolk in uh, uh, Virginia, and he's like, "It's actually so accurate, <laughs> <laughs> like scary." And I'm like, "What? Just super inefficient? It's, it sounds like a joke. Craziness. Like, yeah, it's, it's oh, not. Dude. It's not even good. It's bad. So ineffective." I worked for a company. Oh, man, dude, you know they're getting sued. Who? By the Space Force. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I worked for a company that had a ridiculous budget. Okay. And it was insane to see what they would spend money on. Waste. The, the, the craziest thing was there was somebody who kept invoicing somebody I worked with invoiced the company when I worked with them. Okay. I was like, I want to hire this person for this this one project. Right. And then after I had finished, they kept sending monthly invoices. What? Even though they weren't working on anything. And then it wasn't until like a year later, they said to me like I said, like, so so what's what's left in the budget? Because I'm looking to, you know, this project. And they were like, Oh, you're good. You 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 everything's, you know, you're you're totally fine, like everything replenished. And they were like, the only thing that's really been going on is, you know, so and so's uh, uh, monthly Re- monthly invoice or whatever, and I was like, "Who? Yeah, what?" And they're like, "Yeah, him and and his two staff members." And I was like, "What? What?" I was like, "I never authorized that." And they're like, "I don't know." <sighs> and I was like, "What do you mean you don't know? Is my signature on any of this stuff? Like, I don't know." 
And I'm like, you guys have been paying this dude for a year? Wow. He just, he, he, he just kept saying, hey, man. He knows how it works. He, he, he found out. Yeah, exactly. He figured, hey, I'm, I'm not complaining. Not my worth, money. Worth a shot. Not my money. <laughs> so good for him, dude. <laughs> oh, man. Mark Robertshaw says, see the U.S. Navy test a new laser weapon that can make the Chinese anti-ship missiles worthless. That's just what they are showing. They also have rail guns. Yeah, dude, seen I, those. I once I was seen reading those. about a rail gun that was so powerful. They fired it at a helicopter and it caused vacuum pressure that crushed the helicopter. Whoa. Yeah. I don't know if that's true. I, I was a long time ago. I was reading this because when it exited, it sucked all the air out and like a tin can. Wow. Yeah. It's crazy. The Mr. Pickle says we've been landing landed planes on boats since World War One. The Chinese landed their first plane in the boat in 2010. We're good on defense. Wow. Wow. P. Smitty says, Tim, can you please say witness protection in your best Tony Soprano voice? I don't know what Tony Soprano sounds like. I've never seen that show either. Stephen Gable. Tim, we have one big advantage on China. Good or bad, we have 30 plus years of almost continuous combat experience. When was the last time China fought a war, an actual war? Yeah, but you got to watch out, man, because like what, what, what the Russians did, it's the Zap Brannigan strategy. You Just know, keep sending them. Wave after wave of my own men until the Killbots <laughs> quota was filled. What was it? Yeah, right. and I don't remember exactly. On future, they can only kill a certain amount before right. they shut down. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so oh, man. Like, just send wave after wave of my own men. Oh. Terrible. That's what China will do, though. As a sacrifice yeah. they are willing to make. Are they, though? Maybe. I mean, I've seen a lot of stuff coming from China that I'm sure they don't want the Unrest. world to see. They yeah. do. I have a feeling most of the Chinese citizens can't stand the CCP. Nah, I don't Very know about indoctrinated. that. Okay. Worse yeah, dude. the Russians. Yeah. That's the optimism in me, though. Mm. And so. and seeing these videos of people are like, we do. They're doing these little selfies, like this can get me killed. Yeah. Uh, just wanted to say to the rest of the world, Jeez. they are not. They don't represent all of us. Yeah. I was Hopefully like, yes. Need some freedom. I'm here for you. All right. Let's see where we're at here. I love when YouTube gives us the big old jump. We'll here take we this time to tell you all to smash that like button. There smash it. Yes. Smash yes. it. Absolutely yes. crush that like button if you would like to support the channel. Share the show with your friends if you think the show is worth sharing. And you can follow me at TimCast on Instagram and Twitter uh, if you want to see, I don't know, skateboarding and memes and news and stuff. You can also follow at Adam Krigler where you can yes. send him story ideas. You yeah. can. That's great. And I love other, interacting with and you guys. And other such novelties on the <laughs> Twitter. Indeed. And yes. there's also lots of stuff. Oh, yes. This, this is me. You can send me things as well if you want to. I will probably talk to you. I talk to pretty much everyone who messages me. I post a lot of memes and philosophy. At Sour Patch Lids. Yep. L-Y-D-S. Yep. Lee Watt says, honestly, back on the family, family job topic, the only thing I've seen where it's multiple generation type profession is farming anymore. It may be because I, I myself took part in the system, but you really don't see a family who has multiple generations of accountants. I know, it's like a weird, that would be a weird thing, right? <laughs> We're just really good with numbers. Just yep. imagine it's like, you know, it's like, so what do you do for a living? Ah, I'm an accountant like my father and my father before him and his father before him. Mm, it's no. like, that's very noble profession. Mm, yeah, no. Four <laughs> generations. But, but, exactly. <laughs> no, but for real though, there actually is. Like, uh, there are family businesses that do accounting. Yeah. And they'll have I'm their sure. family come in and do work. It's, mm -hmm. it, it happens, you know. Austin Taylor, thanks for coming to member. Oogie Boogie says, playing Destiny at launch and sold raid carries, and my crew and I made 35000 in around four months just as a hobby. Dope. Whoa. I, 30, saw, I saw them. So those cool. websites still exist. People Selling, do, still do that. You can do that? Sell? I mean, it's now people do like yeah, Trials of right, Osiris. Raid carries. Carries. Exactly. You yep, know, yep. you got to go flawless to wow, get specific guns. dude. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. 
hey, man, those are jobs, you know. Mm-hmm. The Grizzly says, hey, Tim, if I can make a suggestion for your tabletop channel, I say you guys should use Dwarven Forge tiles. They're little magnetic painted squares that can link together and they make dungeons and buildings. I love their stuff. Ooh, you want to write that down? That's Dwarven cool. Forge. Yeah. That's good. I'll, I'll buy some. Yeah, that sounds fun. Samuel Farmer says, Adam, sci-fi movies, TV shows are what inspired me to get into science and technology. Yes. It showed me what, what could be and seeded a desire to create things no one else could dream of. Not there yet, but I'm working towards it. Awesome. Awesome. I, I think sci-fi movies are good, man. I feel the same way. Because someone will imagine something. They'll, yeah. make, they'll make it in a movie. And then someone will be like, how could we actually do that? Yeah, Star Trek. Yeah. Cell phones. Dude, tablets. Yeah. Tablets. Mm-hmm. Like Picard's always holding a little tablet. And he's like, it was, it was touchscreen too, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Man. And now we made it. We invented it. Yeah. I mean, look at look at the, I don't know who, who saw the dragon capsule, like the, the in- interior. They, they got rid of all the buttons. Yeah. They had... There's only a few uh, buttons. I, I can't even think. Like 5,000 miles of copper in the original... Wow. Or, you know, the space spacecraft. So they got rid of all of it. Now it's just three flat screens. It's like, yes, Star Trek. That's basically the same. That's so cool. Here we go. Yeah, it's dope. Tim Taylor says, we have Navy destroyers that can fire three or four times farther than any other modern naval weapons, and the impact is like a bomb. We have one of those in the South China Sea... It can literally bomb their cities from the sea for pennies, given the ammo is Ooh. cheap. Wow. Spicy. Love it. All right. So we'll take a couple more. We got a ton of new members. Yeah. And I will. Uh, Thank you, everyone, Frank, for becoming members. Yes. Alex, Peter, Ligma, and Eric. Ligma. That's a good one. Thanks for becoming members. Thank you. Justin Brahm says. Thank you everyone, very much. Everyone needs a micro farm, growing your own food. Raising your own chickens, beekeeping, hunting, yep. and fishing. Yep. Yep. Skills yes. like grafting, pest management, equipment, and infrastructure maintenance, all yes. useful. And then if we get into a war, we'll all be very, very self-sufficient people. Yep. Good, sir. Indeed. I applaud you. Indeed. You know what, man? Maybe maybe we should put together a nonprofit that is very, very simple and very cheap, but encourages and helps people set up gardens and mini farms on their property. That'd be so cool. If you've got a lawn. Permaculture, yeah. Yeah, just grow a little bit of food, you mm-hmm. know. Like you were saying the other day, get rid of lawns. Why do we yeah. have lawns? We spend so much energy what is the on, reason? on grass, and we don't do anything with it. I know. What do we do? What do, we, do we mulch it? Like, just compost it? You could at least grow alfalfa and sell it to a farm for cows to eat or something. Yeah, we don't even do that. You know who likes alfalfa? Bunnies. Bunnies like alfalfa. They love the it. They love it. The buns. No, it, it is funny. Like, we have a garden. Mm-hmm. You literally just put it in the ground. It grows. It's magic. It's Secret. very It's amazing. Magical. And then yeah. you come money. out one day, you and you're like, I got food. We have peas, yep. carrots. But think about what we do with grass. Yeah, grass just grows too, and then we're like, throw it a trash. I mean, if you're one of those deer people, it makes sense. Sure, yeah. have some grass. That is the only case in which it makes sense. If you're sense. a deer person and you want to eat grass. Yeah. 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 All right, let's see. Where are we at? Patrick Carey says, Tim, your channels are having notifications delayed. I receive them days after the video is posted. Mm. I have to look across all three of your channels multiple times a day to keep up. What? Well, at least you do. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Lauren Ruddick, thanks for becoming a member. Thank you. Jean-Pierre Bordeaux says, I get all the Civil War talk, but I sometimes feel like this will end up more like the Revolution of 1848, if you have read up on that. I haven't, but I will. Same here. I don't know. Magic Man says, China's PLA are used for propaganda and not for war. PLA last war was in 1979 against Vietnam, and China lost. Ooh, Ooh, really? Mm. Wow. Well, it is 10, which means it is time for us to go to bed. But we I do- have Indeed an announcement before we leave. Mm-hmm. I have created an email for Timcast IRL. Oh, snaps. Timcast IRL is not available. No variation of that was available. So our email is spintheufo at gmail.com. Well, we need, to make, we, we need to make an actual enough. one. What do you, how do you want to do it? 
We need to make a domain one. Oh, ooh. Okay. So we'll, we'll, we'll temporary make, email. Well, we can spin the UFO at gmail.com. Oh, okay. Afterwards, we can fine. do uh, at timcost.com, can't we? We'll get it sorted. We'll yeah, get it sorted. it's a domain one. Yeah. Right, right. We'll figure it out. Cameron Young says disagree with US, uh, UCMJ, standard for police, pointless for civilian population who don't enter war zones. Also, military not protected from, from double jeopardy. E.g., you can be found innocent in civilian court and still get busted by the military. Hoo-yah, Navy family. Hmm. Uh, interesting. Ooh, yeah. Well, if you haven't already, before you go, Smash. hit the like button. What? what? I, was, I was backing you up there. With your tiny gavel? Hit it. Hit. No, smash it. Yeah, hit it with your tiny smash gavel. Smash that like button. Wait, yes. we, got, we, we got another super chat I got to read. Oh. Andy says, okay, okay. Tim, Eric Weinstein tweeted earlier, he's trying to get the band back together. What are your thoughts? What band? The intellectual dark web. I don't know. They've always been. Together I'm down. Together. I mean, I'm down to jam. Yeah. I mean, does he does, does Eric play jamming. the guitar or something? We got a couple yeah, guitars over here. Be fun. Yeah. Got the we got a spinning UFO. No. No. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Hit the like button. We're getting ready for bed. Smash. Thanks for the super chats, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. Smash. We are we are live Monday through Friday at 8 p.m. until Smash. 10. We usually go over a little bit, but we're trying to make sure we just you know are a little stricter on things. This guy works all day long. Yeah. I gotta go to bed. Yeah, I wake up at like 6.30, mm-hmm. so. get back to work. And we've got a bunch of stuff in the works for expansion. That's why we need to maximize the amount of time we have. Because we got a big project coming up. Ooh. Top secret for now. I know what it is. It's magic. <laughs> it's, it's not magic. actually sorry, literally sorry. magic cards or anything. But it's going to... No, I mean like it's magical. Yeah, magical. But it's going to take a lot go. of work. It's going to take a lot of work. I so don't know with you guys. You will learn when everyone else does. But uh, uh, thanks for hanging out. Hit the like button, subscribe, notification bell, all that good stuff. You can follow me at TimCast. You can follow at Adam Krigler, send him stories on Twitter, and at Sour Patch Lids, L-Y-D-S. And again, we'll be back tomorrow at 8 p.m. live, and we will see you all then. Have a good night.